We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't Morning and welcome to the 4K1G NQ Fishing Show on this fantastic station and on an absolutely beautiful morning. I don't know what this weekend's got ahead of us. I am in two minds. Do I want to go fishing? Do I not want to go fishing? I definitely want to go fishing, but I don't know what the weather is going to be doing this weekend. I hear so many reports saying it's 20 to 25s and I've got other reports saying no, she's going to be beautiful out there. So I'm hoping some of my awesome listeners out there can give me the thumbs up today and say, hey Marty, stay at home. 
or rig that boat up and get out there on the water. My co-pilot Gazra is with me this morning, but he is not feeling very well at all. So he is going to be taking bingo numbers throughout the day. So you'll be able to call in any time you wish and put your bingo numbers in fairly shortly when he's in the room. Oh, wait. Oi. You talk when you're told to. I'm still alive, but just second-hand alive. Second-hand alive. Yeah, not like me. No, no, most definitely. We have a special guest in the studio with us this morning, and uh, we have Ryan Tully, uh, Mr. Berkeley Fishing Extraordinaire. How are you, Ryan? Good morning, yourself? Mate, so good to have you in here. uh, You've been doing some fantastic things with the rod and reel lately, so I want to hear about a couple of your exploits and um, got some lures um, that you've brought in to show us, and they are absolutely fantastic. And as you always do, because you're a really cool bloke, you have uh, brought in a couple of prizes. So we've got the Pen Slammer Braid, the 8 Carrier Braid, and there's been a lot of talk about this of late, so I'm excited to give this away. We've got a full spool, 400-metre spool of 20-pound and a 400-metre spool of 30 30 pounds, so that is worth a pretty little penny. So that's brilliant prize. Thank you for that. On top of that, we've also got our usual prizes. I went to Motor Marine uh, yesterday. I saw the beautiful Fran, and she gave me some fantastic Mercury bags. And uh, the latest Mercury uh, tournament shirts and hats that are in there are brilliant. You're going to absolutely love them. They're really, really cool looking thing. And on top of that, there's pens and key rings and stubby coolers. So that's a cool prize to win. What else did you bring in, guys? Myself, yeah, that's about it. Right, no, I got another bag there to give away. It's got. Um, Have you ever heard of the term dead wood? Yeah, me. I don't. I don't. I'm not having a crack. I'm just saying. Is that me today? Yeah. Well, I've got another bag. I'm not there. sure if that's a little bit direct. It's got some Berkeley power baits. Got some Berkeley slime in it. We got a Pertec fishing challenge hat. Beautiful. Got some eagle claw hooks in there. Yes. Um, but it'll be good to have Ryan in because after the after the tackle show, the Pure Fishing Organisation had some awesome new stuff released. So yeah, definitely. Covering all that with Ryan will be uh, awesome. Yes. And I have my uh, fantastic Abu Garcia hoodie on this morning you because it out of the back of his car, uh, Gary. Again. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a very cool hoodie, so I've got that on, and um, I am really looking forward to the show. What's your plan for the weekend, Ryan? Uh, I got me boy today, and so yeah, be, um, you're a bit out, a little bit, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow, um, tomorrow will be my day, so I think it'll be a a, a freshwater uh, barramundi day, I'd say. Yeah, okay, I think so too. Hmm. Take the young fella along with you. Uh, not this time. He's into guitar at the moment, so we'll. Oh yeah. <laughs> Play a bit of that for a bit, and then uh, tomorrow we'll we'll get into the fishing. Yep, sounds fantastic, mate. Um, I had we'll, we'll cover my trip that I had. Obviously, I was I was saying on the show last week I was going to do a little um a little camping trip with my son up north. We had the best time. It looked awesome. Oh, we just um we got some really cool grunners we've got some big grunners um i got this monster grunner and i didn't normally i'm not secret school but i didn't want to upset people because the photo and i didn't even think about it in the background is a um is a spot that gives it away very easily and it doesn't really bother me mm. but um i know other people fish there so i thought no nah, i'm not going to cop a hiding by putting this photo up and um so he was a real stud grunter and um 
and we done well on the because we got up there on the Saturday afternoon after the show, and then um, fished the night away, had an absolute ball, put the big double swag up the front of my boat. So I took anywhere where the sounders and all that sort of stuff live, took it off because it's only a fun session with my boy, and we just rolled out this big double swag, and um, it, it was so comfortable sleeping up there, and the and the night breeze was beautiful, and then in the morning I said to him, I said well, do you want to go chasing Grunner? We've got a few of them, or do you want to see if we can go and find the barrel? Which we did, and uh, we just had the most incredible session. We had a session where it was barrel after barrel. No big ones. Mm. When I say that, I went I went to a dis, um, spot of mine, and I sounded them up, and there was a good 30 or 40 there, which I don't like. When there's 30 or 40 barrows, sometimes they don't eat. It's not my favourite. I like it when they're in a school of five or a school of seven or something like that. But anyway, fair enough, there was a school of 40. So I thought, well, you're an idiot to not throw at them. So I did. And then first cast, I got absolutely smacked. And this thing's come out of the water and I don't know how big it was. It was a good fish, metre meter 10, something like that. Mm. Come out and spat the spat the vibe and I thought okay cool and that was it that was it and I've had that it's exact same experience before one hit first cast and then completely shuts down and as hard as it is to leave isn't it when you're looking at your sounder it's just loaded and the ho- whole time they're coming through these things are swimming mm. so I'm like right that's it I'm out of here and then uh, and I was in Cattle Creek there's no I, I mentioned that I was going to Cattle I love that place absolutely love it um and uh, so I knew another little spot, and I said, well, let's go away from the big girls and see if we can grab ourselves a couple to take home to mum and grandma and, and so forth for, for tea. And, um, and same deal, went there first cast, got a 62, and then it proceeded from there. And to be honest, if, if I was with you, it would have been a, a 50 fish session. It really would have been. There was that many. But... Um, Jake was struggling to get his lure into the zone and mucking up and he was getting frustrated and whatever so I just ended up giving Jake, I'd flick it in there right into the zone and, and Jakey would work it out and um, he can't jig properly or anything but he was still getting eaten mm. which made my day because we got some nice barrows to put in the esky and they're perfect ones, they were just um, uh, chrome with them yellow tails and um, between 61 and 64 and you can't ask for much more than that. It's amazing when you see your boy hook up, you know. Oh, it's, I love it. It's good hooking up yourself, but you see your son hook up and you think, man, that's loved that's it. Special, Absolutely, you know? he's such a good little fella, and uh, I was so sad for him because on the first day, he was sitting there and um, and he got a bite, a big bite, it to- took off at a million miles an hour, and uh, unfortunately he dropped it. So, but he was on his phone at the time and he put his phone down, <laughs> and then he's turned around to to come back and he's kicked his phone and the po- phone was like a Pin pong ball. It's oh, yeah. gone and hit four different things, and then go boop over the back of the well, and into the depths of Cattle Creek. And uh, his eyes welled up, and he just because he's not a crier, he's not a. And he, I just felt so sad for him. So, and he was nervous that I was going to because you know it's sort of we brought him the phone and yeah. and everything, but these things happen. So I just gave him a big hug, and and you know what's the best thing that could have bloody happened? Mm. Phone was gone. That well, was it. I think they're more upset that they lose the phone that you've given them rather than lose I think that's the phone. what it was yeah I think that's what it was so then uh, I, I, once once a child loses their phone that they're used to they become a talking machine he wouldn't shut up <laughs> talk and talk and talk and talk and talk but anyway where um, he gets it from yeah we had a fantastic <laughs> time yeah his bloody mother good morning Beck how are you my sweet 
And um, so it was it was good, and and nothing went wrong. We launched from Balgal. Um, have to launch from Balgal, which is a long run. It's a it's a decent run when it's dead flat, and it was beautiful weather last weekend. It's a super long run when it's shitty, when when it's crappy. Sorry, sorry, when it's um crappy weather out the front. So um, and the reason we launched from Balgal, we used to launch from Crystal, mm. but because of the scum of the earth, you can't leave your car there often it's bad now it's a, yeah and it, it's been like that for a long time it's just, i just got sick of coming back with a smashed window and everything torn out of my car so and when you'd launch from Balgal, everything's a little bit more you got to think about it a bit more because the tides are like leaving crystal is a hell of a lot easier than leaving Balgal. Balgal is a is a tricky little uh not not when there's plenty of water that's but when it's half tied down you really really got to know where you're going so um high so, and high is pretty well uh, yeah but like <laughs> I, run it, isn't it? like jakey said to me he said this is just an adventure dad i love it plus it was good for him to see that there's other systems other than the bloody harbor <laughs> that's the only place i take him so it's the most no, convenient isn't it it was mate it was so what's on your mind today anyway uh so i might just um talk about a few of the uh new Pure fishing products. I won't just say Berkeley as a whole. We can say um, so. Pure, pure fishing is your banner. It, it, so Berkeley comes under yeah. pure fishing's banner. As, Abu comes under the as banner. As a distributor, yeah. Right. So, so um, they're worldwide as well. Uh, but yeah, there's there's Penn, there's Abu, there's Berkeley, there's Owner. Um, yeah, there's there's many others. There's even Plano now. Yep. Um, and all that's covered under there. And I'll just go through a fair, uh, few of the new products that are out that I'm currently using. Yeah, for and, sure. And, uh, yeah, see Brilliant. what people are interested in. Yeah. Uh, these lures that we just had a look at, what are they called? Uh, so these are the, all the new swim baits. So they've all got weird names. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, these ones are called Albert Wild. I don't know where they get the names from. I love the name. Actually... <laughs> Albert Wild. That's a cool name. Ask. Uh, ask them for them but uh and then we've got another one here called billy cruz they're pretty um, so yeah that yeah. could be something to do with but your it, family you know what <laughs> it's a little bit more exciting than the usual bomber or attack or all them yeah, cliche or names mullet or something or whiting or yeah yeah no i reckon uh, uh, i like it they're cool and there's yeah. amazing colors and they are I'm, I'm not a swim bait person you know yeah i'm, I'm just legitimate not <laughs> and to put your money where your mouth is mm. Um, you went and trialed one of these? Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I'll just give them a crack, go in the river and, you know, and, and honestly, like, over the last sort of, oh, I want to say probably three months, the river's been a real slog. Like, yeah. As in, like, I mean, the weirs, like, say, like, um, Aplins, Clayson's yep. and Black, and it's just been And this is where you cut your teeth. You've made the name of this joint. Pretty much. Like, yep. I sort of grew up fishing that river, like, when it was stocked and, yep. um, and you know, caught... Well, my first bar, and they're really um, yeah on lures anyway, and and yeah, and I just thought, oh well, I'll try it in there. And sometimes they they're really hard in there. They get on small baits, and you know you've got to get down to I don't know twelve pound or maybe twenty pound at maximum, I suppose, to yeah. try and cast those little lures. And yeah, um, and we used to use like a Berkeley power bait. We used to use. Um, even the squidgy bugs, if you remember that. Yeah, do you remember them? Yeah, do they, do they even make them anymore? I don't think so. I, I think, haven't seen a squidgy bug forever. Yeah, I think um, I think they've they've gone well and truly. Um, actually, I think I was talking to like Facebook wise, not um, personally, but uh, just yeah. Starlo like about two years ago, and he said he's still got some. Yeah, 
but they're not for sale, obviously. I wonder if Cage has still got a heap of his stiffies. Because <laughs> the, the, and, and to explain that... Uh, um, <laughs> you might need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cage, Cage brought out a lure called the Stiffy, Stiffy Bony Brim. Mm. Um, a very, very popular wanted lure, and he didn't make a lot. Mm. Anyway, these things now sell every day for $120 each. Oh, really? $120 well, each. actually... So, and people who don't know... Like some someone will go, someone will put um, on the Facebook post. He'll put um, stiffy bony brim, a hundred dollars, and uh, all these people who don't understand give a laughing face. You're an idiot. Blah blah blah. Mm. Next minute, I'll have that sold. I'll, I'll grab it. Have you got any more? And then these people who put this laughing face are up are going, "What the hell is going what on question, here?" Question, question, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are just so popular. Mm. And so if if Cage had a thousand of them hidden somewhere. It'd make a fortune. Yeah, well, the last absolutely because every single one of them sell. Last time I used one of them was going back. I don't know, probably not long after they first come out. Probably within a few years of them coming out. And uh, I was down at Gleason's, hooked a, I think it was like a meter plus, whatever meter eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good fish, man. Jumped out of the water, shook its head, threw the lure back straight in my shin. <laughs> oh, did it stick and in? Because they had ST sixty six owners on them. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, both of them went in. Job done. So, yeah, I just pulled them out by hand and then a friend come out and just ripped them out with a pair of pliers because uh, he thought that was the best way to get them out. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. I was like, geez, Look, mate. That was awesome. I get frustrated. <laughs> learn um, to our listeners out there, learn how to pull a hook out, a treble out, because uh, mm. people will come home from a massive trip where they're, let's say, cattle or in the middle of nowhere because they get a treble in them. They're mm. the easiest things to pull out in the, in the world. They are, yeah. To, to Jump on YouTube on, and look yeah. at the line. Look, if it's in your Achilles or near your eye and anything, of course. Mm. But it's, if it's, you've just got it in your hand or It's your arm. really literally a loop and making a loop and yep. then just, you know. Um, you put pressure on the shaft of the hook. Yeah, so I, I take the split ring and everything off it. You don't yep. have to, I guess, but that's just how it is. If you've got three trebles, then you might want to do that. Otherwise, you'll drag the rest into you. Yeah. But, yeah, just undo. If you can, make sure you carry a pair of split ring pliers with you and take that off, leave the treble in there, push down on the um, the eye of it. Yep, the eye of then, the treble. And then just, yeah, give it so one So you put one. a loop. Um, almost like a granny knot around uh, the hook that's gone in mm. and then you put pressure on that shaft and you sort of pull it out in the direction that it's gone in mm. and if someone's doing it especially if it's your young fella or a young girl or something they're going to be nervous as hell and they're going to be crying so you say I'm going to count to three and the like like you always do you get to two and then you hit it really hard before they tense up and they're angry that's it, yeah. it's just short sharp quick boom and it's gone job done I think I tense up straight away like at one yeah yeah <laughs> But it, it seems to work. I've only had, I think, one pulled out of me that way, and that was by an ambulance officer, and he said, have you got any braid in the car? And I was like, yeah, yeah. man, I've got heaps. Yeah, yeah, let's go <laughs> do like, it. Yeah, righto. And he was even surprised how quick it came out. But I had it in my dog, so I have, you know, just lures in the yard, and the dog had a tendency to jump in the boat. Yeah. And it grabbed an RMG 125 Scorpion. Oh, Got every single one caught in itself. Seen so, there, seen that man. Yeah, had it. Worst moment of my life. One in the paw, two in the mouth. And it was. <laughs> Do you remember my little um, long term time listeners would have heard it before, but I was in the harbour and um, long story short, caught a nice barra, about 90 centimetres, and it's got this classic barra hanging out of its face. So I went down to, to get the hook out, put the pliers, and you know how they sort of, when they're still a little bit green, they can flip up? Yep. So this 
Big Barra's flipped up and the classic has gone straight through both my lips and, and um, hooked me shut. So my top lip and my bottom lip was fully hooked. And the Barra's still on and the Barra's shaking like hell. Oh, I, I get sick thinking about it now. It was the scariest scariest moment and by the time i got back to the boat ramp to because i was in big trouble um my face was just like a basketball mm. it was that swollen and thankfully i was able to get the bar off and i was i was screaming but i couldn't scream because my mouth was shut so i'm like mm. Mm. anyway so there was a taxi driver who was using the toilet the toilet had just been built at that stage and um so i went over to him and he's like jesus mate and i said so as best as i could can you look after my boat i need to get an ambulance and so forth and he goes yeah mate no dramas whatsoever i said i will pay for whatever because i'm going to be a while so this will be your shift and whatever you make i'll give you yeah yeah sounds good which we did he let us know what he paid plus we gave him a bonus because he, he looked after my boat because i wasn't going to put it on the ramp three dollars fifty yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing and i look back on it now and it's funny is that the the ambulance come in and you know, at the Coast Guard, there's two ramps. Mm. He went to the furthest ramp. So I've put my hand up to wave them to say, no, I'm over at this ramp. And they've seen me. But when I've put my hand up, the lure that's still in my mouth, the, the, the treble that was free got caught in my shirt. So then I couldn't move my friggin' head. So my head is stuck to my shirt and the two big trebles are through my mouth completely. And this is Marty's luck. This is my typical luck. So the ambulance, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but they could have taken me through the back in a little private area. No, I go through the public area where there's like 150 people, even though it was like midnight at this stage, there was people everywhere. And they've wheeled me through with this big, giant, green and yellow classic bar hanging out of my mouth. And some people were horrified. Some thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. And um, it was a really bad experience. And, and the poor people that were on that I had on that night just weren't experienced of, of what to do, how to do it. And um, and at first they tried pulling out without putting needles in my lips. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, that yeah. didn't go down well. And the, the tool that they got was too big. Mm. Because it was zipped shut, they couldn't get the tool in properly. And anyway... Awful, awful moment. But uh, that, that's a that's a classic Marty story. The, and I was working for a company called Rusco's at the time. I was I was the paint rep, the silver bottle paint rep. And for the Christmas party, someone because they took a photo, and that's some, as they do, that you got to take a photo of this. You could say idiot or this really really poor <laughs> poor fisherman. Anyway, so so and they all got the photo stenciled onto the front of the Christmas shirts that everyone wore. <laughs> and the fire, I, I, it seriously looked like I had a, a second head. I was that swollen up. And then, so, and we were at Hamilton Island that year. So everyone who saw these shirts would recognise me. And then I had to go and they'd ask me what happened. And I'm like, oh, right, I no would dramas. personally play Usher at the same time that the shirts come out and, and play caught up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I was. But, and then once I got out and everything was good and i got back to the uh boat ramp back back drove me back to the boat ramp so i could pick up my boat and it was about oh six o'clock mm. in the morning <laughs> anyway the barrow is still sitting on the floor of the boat and because obviously everything's out the window when that happened i didn't care about nothing and the, the, the taxi driver goes what are you doing with that barrow <laughs> <laughs> nothing can i have it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he 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 got a um, a good whack of money for the night for sitting around doing absolutely nothing and and a nice big barrel money to take home. Yeah. It was winter, 
So I wasn't too concerned. Otherwise, I would have said, dude, it's been out of the water for a while now. But anyway, <laughs> that, that's my um, that's my little harbour story. Might as well be kept in a chiller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fun now. I can look back on it now and have a laugh. But for the first year or two, it would give me nightmares. Hmm. It was the worst experience when it flipped. I just felt it go straight in and I went, I'm in big trouble. Hmm. And the barrack would have sat there and went, no, I'm just not going to move. No. (laughs) It went ballistic, which is what swelled my face up because it was doing head shakes. (laughs) I'd I'd probably go mental if you were that close to me as well. Yeah, yeah, I can't blame it. (laughs) So so all the the petter people out there and the the, um, vegans are like, like, yes, they're loving this oh, story. Vegans love it, but the one thing the vegans don't understand is fish don't feel pain how we feel oh, pain. Oh, see, and now that is an argument yeah. in itself. Well, you've got to ask yourself, so like from start to finish, you've got to ask yourself, why would a fish pull the opposite way to which the lure was put in? So but if, you, if, if, if you're if some- a person and I threw a lure at you and jammed it in, which we've done before as a joke, as a family joke, um, <laughs> and you jam it into someone... You do not run away from them. You come straight back in because it bloody hurts. And you've got, you know, three sets of hooks in your shoulder or whatever. No. You're not running away. You are coming back. What if it's not a family member? What if it's – because you've got to think we're not – Fish, mm. we're, we're, we're an alien mm. to them. Well, so what if a big bloody alien with 27 heads and five arms threw a lure at you and you accidentally eat it? <laughs> You're going to run away from it. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm coming in for the kill. But, uh, but, yeah, you've got to say yourself. So, like, you know, fish can get their tails cut off by a shark and they can – I've seen them. They, oh, ba- yeah. Barrows get their tail cut off by a shark and they go and sit behind a rock and they're still swimming and eating. And you go, how do you do that? Yeah, I suppose. And that, and well, look at Flathead, look at Cod. They come back. If you remember the old Nirvana song, it's okay to eat fish because fish don't have any feelings. That was where that come from. It was an old scientific fact that said when they tested this stuff on fish, which obviously is animal cruelty in the first place, but when they tested this on fish, they don't feel the same pain as what we do. They don't feel they they feel something, but it's not how we feel pain you've just upset a lot of vegans that listen to our show good (laughs) good (laughs) so well very interesting i actually don't know like uh, what about the three second memory i believe fish definitely have a memory um i and what we're meaning by that people is that they say that fish can only remember things for three seconds so how, is that a wife's tale? How I consider it is they nearly um, remember something for a, a complete, uh, you know, like obviously fish feed at a certain part of the tide and obviously in the freshwater a certain part of the uh, moon stage. Yeah. Um, so the rising or the falling or, or whatever you want to call it in that. And I believe it's until the next uh, a time, whether it's the next tide or the next moon stage or whatever yes that they remember it so when i used to catch fish in the river and catch successions of fish lamb a lamb base because it's a lot harder lamb base to catch multiple fish right um so <clears throat> i used to get the fish run about 50 odd meters down the bank let it go race back to the same spot catch another fish and do the same thing yeah and i'd all and i'd let them all go in different areas yeah and i'd savor the time that i'd caught fish how I sort of worked that out is, or just a mate of mine just said, "Oh, you'll spook them if you throw them back in the same spot, and yep. you'll, you'll wreck the school that you've got in front of you." Yeah, and I'm like, "Nah," and then threw it back in front of it, and boom, shut down. And I'm like, "Kidding me, righto?" So I started doing this thing, and I was getting, you know, six, seven fish 
a session from yeah. do, from doing that. Yes, and and it it is true. Yeah, as soon as they eat something and come in, like you got to imagine it's a, yeah, you know, th- th- there's a lot in it. They've been pulled out of the water. They've yeah, you know, yeah. There's a lot of stress involved. And, yeah. So yeah. um and and it does work. It definitely does work. So I don't know about the salt. I don't tend to do it in the salt because obviously most of the time I'm in a boat. Yep. And um you know if I if I get a fish I can I'm not going to move off with the boat. Spook the school anyway with the boat. No. And then and then go off. But yeah, if I was land based, I'd definitely do it. Yeah. Let's go back to the swim baits for a moment. Um now you were down at Blacks. Was it uh, on the a few days ago? And you were trolling one of these guys. Yeah. So I'll just give you a little bit of a, a history. So. Many a times, whether it's fishing, the towns are weird since we've had, you know, mass populations of tilapia. Um, everyone sort of prior to that had it reasonably sussed, you know. We could just match a, a long tom, we could match a bony brim, we could match, um, you know, a, a small minnow of some description. But when the tilapia come in, how are you going to match a 40 centimetre tilapia? Yeah. It's just not even in, it's yep. not even in the game. Yep. Um, and then, you know, these big swim baits and stuff come out. I eventually got, um, I think it was a true life tilapia swim bait from the States um, where you can put like tungsten ball weights and things like that in them. Yeah. And I originally had one. It was bloody 22 centimetres, 25 centimetres long or something. Yes. That was huge. And it was a tank to cast. It was just like yeah, yeah, that is a tank. I thought, man, it's 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 huge. So um, use that. Had like a meter ten come up and buff it. Yes. um, But it was just it wasn't consistent. I was like, oh, just can't seem to find it. And it was a blue, uh, like a light blue lure because I used to fish at night a lot. Yes. Um, And I just I don't know, just couldn't couldn't sort of get around it. Mm. I thought I'll just change lures, and I sort of went to fizzes and stuff like that, and they still worked, and that was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, later on, I just you get to a stage where they're feeding on tilapia, and it was just that was it. Your fishing was done. Yeah, you might as well just pack so up. So you were begging to the to powers of be. Yeah, try and get something like a tilapia, and I'd sort of spoken to uh, Berkeley about it, and um, and said, mate, we need something, something to match a tilapia. There's just nothing in the range. You just I can't find anything that that, that is close to it. And um, anyway didn't really say much about it. it was just sort of like a yeah yep 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 and sort of nothing else and then all of a sudden these swim baits come out and i'm like man hallelujah this is, this is the this is the lure this is the thing that i've been looking for um and they're you know they're they're fine to cast on a well i just cast it on a um abby garcia ray rex six to ten yep kilo in a six foot yep and that's bang on because they're still a big lure, but yeah. they're not out of control. No, uh, so uh, meter twenties are going to gollop it down easily, and a seventy is going to gollop it down, 100%. and the fifty is going to have a crack at it. Yeah. So. So yeah, first first run with it. Um, the well, what day. we might do is let's go to a song and an ad break because we're at half past, and then we can spend a little bit more time on that because I want you to tell the story about how it all happened, and you met a gentleman down there, which was cool, and everything. So yeah, let's go and do that. We're going to go and play a song and an ad break, guys. I have. Uh, Absolutely fallen in love with this guy in the in the last uh, couple of months, and I didn't realise how good he was. And everyone used to go on and on and on and on and never listen to it. And then I accidentally stumbled onto uh, this album while I was watching some YouTube, and ended up watching the whole concert. And I'm like, "Yep, this guy's pretty cool." Anyway, sit back and enjoy a bit of Luke Combs. This is a cracker of a song.
is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See it down a tackle world today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Fishing Show on 4K1G, this two deadly station, which Gary and I are so appreciative that we are a part of. My special guest in the studio this morning is Mr. Ryan Tully, and uh, my co-pilot, Gazza, he's not feeling the best today, so he is taking calls while we are on air. I can hear the phones going, absolutely, Burko, he will get to you. You know what Gary's like, he's a have a chat, he's an old woman, so nah, 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 nah. So once he's have, finished having a chat with whoever he's talking to, he will definitely get onto your call. So, And, of course, thank you for listening. Now, Ryan, you are uh, at Black's. And before we get to that, we've got three main weirs, obviously. Uh, we've got our Applins, we've got our Gleasons, and we've got our Blacks. Yep. Right? What's your favourite for fishing? Well, and why? Put it this way, Applins, because I used to live there. Applins, really? It was the best then, when it was heavily stocked. Right. Now we don't... When it was heavily stocked, was were the fish directly put into Applins? Correct. Okay. Yep, Whereas so now they're directly put into blacks. Yeah, so what we've sort of tried to do, just with the stocking club, this is obviously not with uh, Berkeley, no. uh, so what we've tried to do is stock blacks, wait for the wet season, right, and then have the, um, you know, the rest of the fish sort of um, spread out t- for the other weirs so that Applin's doesn't cop a big fish loss. Yes. If that makes sense, yeah. Yes. So when we put our money in, and, and, and it's a lot easier for us to to stock as well with our supplier where he can just come to one point and we put all the boats in that point and we spread them without, uh, within the uh, within the Blackweir region, you know? Right. I understand that. Hmm. So if uh, what do you primarily just fish blacks now, but you don't because you'd spend a bit of time at Gleason's? How much time do you spend actually at Applin's? Because there's still plenty of barra in Applins. Yeah, but th- there is. But they're, they're more the the older 
fish. Right. Um, I, I've been up there a few times, oh, probably on, honestly only within the last year. Yeah. Um, I don't fish that much anymore at all. Obviously, other things to deal with is rowing club in there, and we get that in Blackswear as well. But not how are they towards often. the fishos? Do you have a mutual agreement, or it it depends? Like um, this is the the JCU rowing club, yeah. Uh, but there's also another um, another group in there uh, that that uses it as well, right? Uh, and yeah, they can be a little bit. Um, uh, non friendly if you if you want to. Am I saying hello to Gary? You're saying hello. Dave Daly's just walked in. Yell out, David. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Gary, are you there, Marty? Oh, hello, Gazza. Oh, Dave set me up. I was wondering what buttons Gary was having to having to. He was come in pushing my buttons. (laughs) Dave has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going have a talk to Gary, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, I can can hear Gazza perfectly. Yes, I'm sitting out the back. On my own little headset and microphone, so I don't give you guys the flu. Yeah, you don't sound the best. So I take it this is going out live to air, I'm hoping? Yes, it is, mate. Beautiful. All good and live. Beautiful. All good and live. I've been sitting out the back listening to Ryan there about uh, the awesome stuff and awesome fishing. So, uh, so yeah, my voice is there, and I'm taking a few phone calls as we continue on. So uh, you, you boys keep going. We are. Have uh, you had anything uh, interesting this morning? Anyone given us a report or anything? Uh, mate, I was talking to Stewie down at Kungulla just before. Yes. A um, lot of, uh, in the Horton area, a lot of good good big barrows around, but they're not chewing yet. It won't be too far, he said. The tides are a little bit better um, coming through the week. So uh, so a little bit quiet during the week, but yeah. uh, getting better as the tides get better through the week. So Any marking w- up a... Sorry, mate, keep going. I was going to say marking up a lot of good fish. So, uh, so yes, it was uh, a good little chat with Stewie down there. So said Big Dazza was down there during the week and uh, he got some rats and uh, legally but uh, not a lot he spot a lot of good fish so uh, and it's that time of the year yeah and um, that it's starting to warm up and we can feel that um, obviously through the weather so the, the bigger mm. fish will start moving their way down the system and, and start biting so oh, should brilliant. be good you were going to be heading down south to one of our popular creeks um horton and morrissey's tomorrow but you've shut that trip now to to try and get yourself better because uh next week you have a very big uh tournament flying the flag for the nq fishing show my friend yeah the barabash is on next weekend so yes. i won't be here Next next week's show, so uh, so yeah, just I was going to go for a fish tomorrow. Yeah, um, down to Horton and Morrissey's. I hadn't really decided yet. Yeah, so, but feeling like I do, um, yeah. I thought I'll try and knock it on the head. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then be right for the barabash. Not that it'll help me with any fish, but yeah, it'll, it'll just you, there's nothing worse than spending two days solid fishing in a comp, feeling under the weather. Under the weather, definitely. Now, this probably isn't the right forum uh, to air this or be on air, but uh, will we have a look at our pays for what um, you're earning at the moment? Because I think I should be getting a little bit more. I don't want to start anything. Why? (laughs) Thank you very much, Gary. (laughs) No, you you start it, I'll finish it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a good lad. Just no, keep, mate. keep taking your calls, brother. <laughs> All right, you guys keep going, and I'll, I'll periodically stick my head in and say hello. But, oh, but I know, I know how this little uh, the tie line. Very yes. clever. So we'll yes. have to remember that now for when one of us is banished to the sick room, like I am now. Yeah, but yeah. I ha- 
but with Ryan in there and looking at the new gear that's come out of Pure Fishing, and I've, and oh, I have looked deadly, through the, uh, the new ca- I've looked through the uh, new catalogue the other day, and there is some awesome stuff which um, Ryan will will touch on and and go through in a little bit of detail from braid to lures. Um, rods, reels, it's just heaps there. So we could probably have a 10-hour show with Ryan in there on the new stuff. I think we most fishing, definitely so. could. Awesome. All right, guys, well, I'll cross back to you during our uh, ad break and come and say hello. I'll bring you some cheese and biscuits. All right, boys. I'll get back on the phone. Toodaloo. Bye. <laughs> oh, well, that was different. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as we were saying before, um, Applins hasn't been uh, stocked uh, as much. Uh, so... The fish that I encountered up there, and, and uh, everyone's different with, with the fish they encounter, but yes. I got four refusals, and from meter, all meter fish, uh, four refusals, and one fish turned, hit it, wasn't even expecting it, and threw the lure, and I was like, that's that's it for Applins for me. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. And, We're uh, finished. Straight up in uh, Blackweir now. I don't really fish... Gleasons that much. Yeah. Every now and then I do. Um, more. So, I love Gleasons. Yeah. More. More so. It's the smallest by far. And no boat ramp. Right. That's the worst thing. And, and you know we. Um, worst thing or best thing? Well, I don't know. It, you can put a little flat top in there. Yeah, you've got to carry everything down and do all that sort of yeah. stuff. But um, but I mean maybe it's better for the fish. <laughs> Uh, mm. You know, they're not getting hit as hard. But it's uh, Gleason's is my favourite. I've caught my biggest and best fish in there. Yeah, it, it, and every weir changes as it goes. Yeah. Um, you know, like time goes on. If, if if we're stocking one, there's less fish to compete with, uh, things like that. But, um, but yeah, Black Weir is, is pretty much where I fish now, and it's only, you know, two minutes from home. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, trying these swim baits, I sort of was a little bit sceptical weight-wise and all that yeah. sort of stuff on how they... How they look a lot of the Sling guys. Sling one over for us while we're chatting about them. A lot of the guys uh, down south have been using these for cod. Yeah. Um, as people know, uh, most people know for for Murray cod, they're they're an absolutely um, game changer for for cod. So yeah. um, the colour range is is massive, and I just you know I probably had what ten or twelve of these I suppose yeah. in, in in the tilapia sort of high profile yeah. size, and. Uh, I just went through it and I thought, oh, what's what's the closest thing colour-wise to a tilapia to fish in mm. the daytime? And I line myself up with uh, Moon Below, uh, which is a, a pattern that I fish in the in the freshwater. Moon Below? Moon Below, yeah. Yes. So it's when it's uh, 90 degrees below the earth. So. Which is slightly different to Albert Wilde here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, tried that. And I, and I really honestly, even though I line t- uh, times up, there's no point in fishing when the fish aren't there yeah. or they're not feeding. But um, I thought, oh, I'll just throw this thing around for a bit. I'll use a 10-kilo rod, 50-pound braid, 80-pound yes. leader, and just give it a little bit of a run in the in the rock bars. And, um, yeah, just lo and behold, a boat come past, and I thought, oh, here we go. It's over. <laughs> Fishing's yep. over. You know, that's what you usually think yes. if you're fishing typically freshwater and uh, even in the salt. And... Um, and I noticed he had his outboard down, mm. and I know it's a pretty shallow rock bar. And I was like, whoa, he's probably going to smash something in a minute. And I thought, do I say something, do I not? And I thought, no, nah, I'm going to say something. Yeah, humanity. I would, I would hate hitting something or ha- yep. hate him seeing, you know, seeing him hit something. I don't mind if a jet ski driver hits something if he's being an idiot. But yeah. um, I don't think he was being an idiot. He was just going sort of punching along slow. And I thought, oh, no, I'll, I'll yell out to him. And I said, hey, mate, you know, you... 
there's a rock bar here, eh? And he's like, huh? What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then sort of slowed him down. But he'd, he'd been there a few times. I didn't. I just didn't know him or, or didn't know that he'd, if he'd been there or not just because yeah. he had his outboard down. Because when I come through there, I just – I don't even put my outboard down. I just run through with the electric. And, For sure. And go through because you don't want to knock your leg off or anything. It's a – no. A bit of a hassle trying to get back to the ramp, you know, even if he didn't have an electric or something. But uh, anyway, so um, he sort of took off and, you know, gave me the thumbs up and thanks, mate. And then uh, on his way back, um, a few minutes later, I come out how long it was for, maybe five minutes, something like that. Um, he's coming past and he's like, hey, mate, you getting anything? And then next minute, fuck, whack, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then straight on. And I, when, as I was looking at this swim bait sort of And so this is last... right, he's right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. He's having a little chat. Well, he goes, much, yeah. hey, mate, you getting anything? Yep. Next minute, whooshka. And then bang, straight out from the rock, it just come flying out and belted it. And honestly, like, you know when a fish wants to eat something, it hits hard. And yes. this thing literally nearly took the rod out of my hand when it hit. And uh, it's probably... One of the hardest hits I've had from a barra, to to be honest, of all the all the years that I've been doing it. But yep. yeah, it, it it hit hard, and um and I thought, man, these things these things work, eh? Like it just you can just see it in the water, and it just slowly sinks, and you can just twitch it, and the whole body moves and rolls. It's exactly the colour of a tilapia. It had everything going for it, and honestly, the like normally I look at all the bait that's in the water and I sort of try and match that and I go, oh, what's in the water? What's in front of me? What can I see? And, and you know, like sometimes uh, mud herring or bony brim, you, you can't see them. They're down deep and they're scooting up all the weed and yes. stuff like that. But um, all I could see in front of me was tiny, like, micro baits. So, like, you know, two two inches, absolute maximum And you're completely long. not matching the hatch from no, this thing through it? No, and what put me onto that, you know, using the swim baits was um, Luke Neal. Um, we are fishing wet season down the river and a uh, well, similar area, similar style of area. And I was trying to match the little baits and I'm like, man, I can't match them. I'm doing everything I can. I'm yeah, dropping yeah. lures. I changed about 30 lures and I still could not get a hit or any a follow or anything. And then um, down there with him for, I don't know, probably... 10 minutes if that yeah he's just throwing this swim bait on and next minute big follow hit fish on six times in a row and i'm like right this is this is bull yeah <laughs> this is not what i was expecting and it just changed my thought process for and sure I thought, maybe it is like you know we use soft plastics we use prongs. i'm not a real we- match the hatch fan mm. i like to Put a curveball in amongst it. Put something different in yeah. there. If that doesn't work, well, sure. Then try and find a little bony brim or something well, similar. But well, if, nah, you know, if you have a look at it, okay, so I'm, a, I'm a profile matcher. Yeah, so, fair um, enough. I'm not talking about dating here, but right. <laughs> profile is in the right. size and shape of the of the fish that they're feeding on, mm. and that's that's what I sort of look at. So many a times of you know uh, uh, golden trevally or barra have uh, been along the beach feeding on jelly prawns, and if you don't throw a jelly prawn in there, you're not hooking up. Yep. In most cases, yep. not all cases, but in most cases, and that's sort of what I've what I've noticed. Uh, but with um, with these barrier, yeah, it just had me shocked, and I thought, well, look at all the lures we use. We use paddle tails, you know, which are a minnow. Yeah. Um, you know, we use hard bodies, which are another minnow, or you know, obviously you can get a shad in that, but you can't get it really to the right height of an actual fish profile like yeah. you try and match a tilapia they're very high in the body they are indeed. they've got huge gills big eyes big tails things like that and in a short you know almost like a mangrove jack sort of thing and uh 
and yeah, like those swim baits, they match the profile perfectly of of a high profile fish, you know. Yeah, and that's what I think did it. Um, but yeah, there was no mistake about hooking up, and that's that's middle of the day. Mm. Anyway, old mate, um, when he come back through and and whatever, um, turns out we knew each other from Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know didn't know who he was. He sort of knew a little bit of my bald head, but yep. um, <laughs> you are balding. And the, yeah, you're <laughs> and nearly the, in my club. I shave it. It doesn't go naturally. Fine, <laughs> Ryan. I don't grow the hair on my face like Marty does to make up for the hey, hair this that's is a lost new on thing. my head. This is what my agent told me to do. <laughs> uh, you'll get a few jobs um, Shut up in, in, in the gutter. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, so we had a um, chat and he come in and asked me if I wanted a net and then, yeah, took a couple of photos for me, which was great and had a real good chat. It, Decent it, fish too. Yeah, it was uh, just probably just over 80 or something. Nothing 80, wrong with that. 82, 83 or something. Very clean, healthy looking. Yeah, solid fish. And um, I just kept it in the water the whole time while we were having a chat. And um, Remembering it's went. a freshie, so it doesn't really count. Well... It's 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 funny that people say that and and and, and we and we here got, we go and ignition got, <laughs> and, I, and I got that the other day a bit and people go oh, it's a swampy, well funnily enough being in the Barristocking Club I get to sort of uh, you know see the um, yearly changes of Barra uh, throughout the system mm-hmm. and all the system and and you think about it. A fish Talk is to released, the hand, Ryan. A fish Talk is, to the hand. <laughs> a fish is released in Blackweir, right? And you guys go and catch it in the mouth of the Ross River. There's no bloody difference. It's the same fish. Hey, you know what? In all honesty, <laughs> anyone who says freshies don't fight mm. is uh, not with the program. Well, they, and I, a barra is a barra that's a barra to me. Yeah, well, I love if, them all. If, if they've got weed, like honestly, there's a there's a few fish in Proserpine which I've skull dragged, which are you know which are different, and they're sick fish. Honestly. Yeah, that that they've been caught. That they get many like times. that sometimes. They've been caught so many times they stop eating and they just don't have the energy, and that's yeah. just how it is. But not all freshwater barra like that. We've had freshwater bass, especially in the wet season, fight harder than salty. Oh, you go absolutely time. berserk. But most, most, I won't say every fish, but most um, barra start their life in freshwater anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry. C- tricky question. Mm. Are you part of the meter club if it's a freshie? Or do you honestly think you need to catch a wild salt water to say you're a part of the meter club? This is just your opinion. I, in my brain, I double class it. So I say... As a meter freshwater and a meter saltwater. Fair enough. I don't put them it's both together. It's a very fence setting. A meter fish. You you have sat on that fence perfectly, Ryan. Well done. <laughs> no worries. I'm, I'm dangling my feet over. But, You're dangling something, my friend. <laughs> well done to you. Stop looking at it, Marty. <laughs> yeah, mate. We're going to go to our next song and our break. When we come back, we've got so much more to talk about. I'm really, really excited about some of the more um, uh, goodies that have come out. Obviously, iCast was a Going back a couple of weeks ago now, uh, between you guys and uh, our BLA team, uh, some incredible stuff has been released. So we're going to cover a lot more of that. We've also got some important people to chat to today. I'm looking forward to crossing to Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. I'm not sure if you guys noticed a little little time ago, but there's a brand new ad. And not before time because the COVID-19 restrictions have certainly ended. 
So well done. Um, I'm excited about that ad. We're going to talk to Fran from Motor Marine and see what's going on in the wonderful world of Mercury Marine. We have some really, really cool goodies to give away that Fran's organised, the latest tournament shirts, the latest tournament hats. Whoever wins that prize is going to be very, very happy indeed. And don't forget, we're going to cross to Gordo and say day to Gordon and see what's going on at Cleveland Bay Seafood and what interest is happening in our seafood in- industry. And as we all very clearly know, it's not all good news. There are some scary times ahead and our platform is something that we get to discuss that with the good, the bad and the ugly. In the meantime, let's play a little bit of Offspring because these guys are really rock. I love this song. It didn't get as much airplay as what it should, but um, sit back if you haven't heard it before. It's got a brilliant riff in it and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Back soon.
My name is Davey. When I was 19, I failed university. When I was 20, I failed my own cafe. And when I was 22, I failed my own seasoning business. Now, I run a multi-million dollar business on Shopify called The Udi. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four-star and above washing machines from $544. Four-star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four-star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday fishing show. We're having the ball. I've got my special guest, Ryan Tully, in the studio. I just saw a message that came in from my good mate, Daniel Matheson. No, there won't be any fish out there, Maffo. Um, he sent me a really cool picture out at the mines at the moment and some big cranes and so forth in the background. No barramundi, but some cranes. So, morning, Maff. Make sure you stay safe, mate. Um, now, some new lures. Yeah, there is. Uh, Berkeley's, more uh, new lures. More new lures. It just happens every year, and, and I can't even keep up with it sometimes. So, uh, Berkeley have got heaps of different things out. So, obviously, we were just talking about the uh, swim baits. Yes. And uh, there's also new soft plastics out. There's new rods from Penn. There's new rods from uh, Abu as well. Uh, new reels. We've got the Revo 5 range out. So, just with the uh, Berkeley power baits, so a lot of uh, people know these lures in gulp. Yes. Uh, which is the sandworm. So these come in a, a 2.5 and a 4-inch in the sandworm. So they're now in the power bait right. formula. So anyone chasing flathead whiting, uh, brim, any of that sort of stuff, jacks, if you're chasing light gear like Jim Falkenberg, you'll um, <laughs> yep. you'll do a bit with those. Yes. Uh, the next one in the power bait range is the shrimp. So they're virtually like, uh, I guess, similar to... Uh, most of the other shrimps on the market, like the, you know, originally most people used DOAs. Yeah. And then it's sort of, you know, feathered from that. Uh, these ones now come in a five inch, so they only come in a three, uh, sorry, two, three, and four. Yes. Uh, prior to, so now in a five inch. They're quite heavy, really good to get down to those um, finger mark and big barra uh, with, you know, obviously your, your, your sizable jig heads in that. Uh, what else we've we got? We've got a new one called Nessie, right. which is uh, similar to a, a swim bait, but it's in a soft plastic, um, and they have a treble underneath. 
Uh, so these ones come in a five inch, seven inch, and nine inch. So they're huge. So they're like your your mullet, pretty much. They're right. Absolutely perfect. Perfect example. Real good color range. Uh, all natural colors, and then your whites, obviously, for nighttime is really really good. Yes. Uh, scroll along. We've also got a cull shad. Um, that is a similar setup to the Nessie, but instead of being a swim bait with the slots in the back, it's just mm. a, a full paddle tail. So um, I guess similar to some of the older Storm soft plastics. Yeah, for sure. Have out with the real big paddle tail and the solid body. And they uh, were a great ignition bite, uh, that big yeah. paddle. And and being yeah, able so to change, to... being able to change that treble to whatever you want to put on there. If yeah, you definitely. Put a, you know, number one or or one o, uh, you know, ST sixty six owner or yes. whatever you have in your other other um, solid hooks um, for bar. Yeah. Uh, Shimmer Pro rig, so that's one that Marty uses most often in a four point five. Love them. Um, so we've got Love the 4.5, 5.5 and that. We now have an 8.5, yep. which is massive. A lot of the guys at uh, the That Fitz- is huge. Yeah. A lot of the guys at uh, Fitzroy and Rockhampton are using that for the big bar up there. They just need something huge to, to just match drop the- down and just sort of, you know, the heavier the lure, heavier the lure, sorry, with the with the big paddle tails, you can just sort of let them pulse away on the bottom and you've got more time in their face. Oh, like, something's changed those- with them uh, for the better. Mm. So the bigger ones didn't used to have the action that they do now, which is why I love the 4.5s the most. Yeah. Um, but now... The, the bigger size ones, I don't know, it might be just me, but mm. there's a lot more tail action. So okay. I love them. I was throwing around a, uh, an almost Coca-Cola-looking color um, last week at uh, Cattle. I didn't get eaten on it, but I, was, I tried it throwing at them big girls. Was that the chartreuse tail? No. Okay. No, it wasn't. Um, but it looked absolutely incredible in yeah. the water. And if the fish were on, it would have got eaten yeah, straight right. away. So, And I'm, it, I'm so used to putting white on because that's my harbour colour. Mm. Uh, sometimes it just doesn't work in a different environment. So White, white pretty well is just a, a standout colour for everywhere. It is, isn't it? You, you it know, is. If you were going up the Cape and you're like, what colour do I take? White. That's the Cape. Well, yeah, there used to be an old colour. saying, if in doubt, put on gold. That's all changed now. Yeah. If in well, doubt, put on white. Gold is a is also a reflecting as well, but then you go yeah. at, go at night time and depending on the goal, if you've got a full mirror finished goal, well then it's still gonna work, it's still gonna reflect light. Yeah. And and that's really what a scale does on a fish, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um so I'll just move on to the next one. Um these will be really good for anyone fishing deep for reef or finger mark or oh, anything, you know, fifty fifty foot, hundred foot even. Um they're called the shimmer vector so if you remember the shimmer shimmer shrimp it's all in the vibe range so right. shimmer shrimp shimmer um shimmer uh forktail vibes as well we sort of did everything through that so now we've got the shimmer vector and what's and it's it a, it's mimicking a di- so it's a deep drop vibe right so instead of being like your shallow water you know say up to say 30 grams 40 grams in the 120s mm-hmm. things like that these are a single hook on top Okay. And they're a, um, a fork tail vibe. Uh, these ones uh, are 100 mil up to 140 mil. Yes. And their weight range go from 21 grams, obviously your shallow water if you want to do finger mark along the shipping channel or something like that. You don't really need a huge weight there. You can just use like your standard vibe size. Yeah. Um, they sink a lot faster, get down to the deeper stuff. Then the next one up is a 48 
sorry, 46.5 gram. Mm. And then the next one up in that is a 64.5 gram. Well, there you go. So, yeah, and they're designed to, to drop down fast and get to the reef fish and sort of dodge all, hopefully dodge all those yep. trevallian stuff on your way down. I was uh, having a, diff- a, a very interesting, quick conversation with Brett Ruck one day, and he said something really interesting. He said, like, in the shipping channel and so forth, and this guy's a bit of a finger mark extraordinaire. Yep. He gets some big fingers. Um, so... He said, look, it's full of herring in there. And that's what your vibes are mimicking. Mm. So he will use that. But then he's got some offshore areas, some some wrecks and so forth that don't inhabit um, a herring. Okay. He said he can't buy a bite on a vibe. Mm. So if there's no herring there, he doesn't drop a vibe. If there is herring, yeah, most definitely. Out at the wrecks, they have um, uh, things like uh, fusiliers and uh, uh, squid and them sort of things. So he'll change it up and uh, squid vicious, for instance, and, and that sort of thing. And he absolutely bangs them. So I, I sort of take what he says to gospel and, a little bit. And that's bit, matching mate. your bait. That, in yeah. that instance, is matching your bait. Yeah. You know, no herring on this wreck, so and they, they don't eat herring here so that's what my vibe doesn't mean you're not going to get eaten on the vibe Hmm. but he just has a lot more success on anything other than a vibe Hmm. so yeah yeah, bit of interest there Uh, we've gone through the swim baits did I miss one out there Uh, Billy Cruz or I did miss one out it's a Tommy Glide I just don't have that with me I've got that at home at the moment I was going to bring that in to show Marty it's going to have a stubby mate (laughs) it's uh I guess it's similar to the others, but it's a little bit uh, longer. This one is... Uh, Thank you to Castle Main, not a sponsor. Seven, <laughs> 72 grams. Yep. Uh, and 180 mil. Uh, so they are built for the business. Uh, really good for your barra. The other one I brought in just to show Marty now is a prawn walker, 75. Is anyone chasing whiting on This the- thing is special. And I was looking this morning before you get into it, some photos like, like the boys, Adrian from Sticks and Wood, who makes a brilliant lure and he's been fishing with Cristino and that a bit. Um, I think they'll be all over this as mm. well. As much as Adrian's going to use his own lures and why not because he's spanking them with them, I think if you showed him this, he would be like, yes. Yeah. Same as what I was. I was just like, holy, that is going to get eaten. Lure fishermen love lures, hey? We love lures. <laughs> so, Marty's a oh, sucker. Jesus, Gary. Where'd you just come from? You scared the crap out of me. You come over Mate, the shoulder. I've got, yeah, look out. Look out. I've got my own little studio out the back. I've Can got you give some sort of warm, warning before you do that? Can you go... <clears throat> And sort of something before you just come in and, oh, my Lord. Blow your ear. Made you jump, didn't I? I just dropped the VB all over the ground. Did you? No. Well, I've got the... And it's not VB, by the way. It's it's, it's a V. Uh, No sugar V. Indeed. No, please carry on, Gary. Well, no, I was just... uh, I've just been tuning in. So a lot lot of people have been tuning in. Yes. um, And and enjoying um, Ryan with the new stuff uh, from Pure Fishing. And you're right about those vector vibes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Look look really, really cool for that. What do you... Who'd laugh then? No, that was a a choke, a cough. Were you coughing? Yeah, a genuine one. That was beer hair. That should be me. (laughs) <laughs> but no, those uh, those vector vibes look um, sensational, and the single hook out the back um, is awesome to look at. So, so some really cool stuff to look at, and a lot of good people. Hey, one thing I've got to ask you, Ryan, um, that we've got in our, one of our prize bags today is the Berkeley is the the slime. Yep. You dip your lure in that 
that do you do you like using that type of stuff or do you use the 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 um because they have a rub-on scent as well or they have the dipping slime yeah so we we have a rub-on uh gulp scent which i use yep. quite regularly especially on uh shallow reefs um for trout and things like that it definitely makes a difference um yep. around here i think any scent makes a difference no matter where you use it uh but yep. that slime is it's something else it's it, um, mate it hangs on your lure for about 30 casts yeah, a long time and you can drip it on your mate yeah. if you don't like him um yeah but, no it, but it definitely mate, works and it, and, it, and it just dispels the scent like so much better than anything else and you don't have to touch it and i would probably no. recommend not touching it <laughs> well i don't i don't like touching marty's slime <laughs> but <laughs> I don't have a lot no more. That might have been what he coughed before, wasn't it? <laughs> right, yeah. you, fair. Um, hey, I've got a, I've got a message here from your mate Paul Bellamy, who is a bit of a fan of uh, Ramstein, just quietly, and he put in a request of Do Hust this morning, but he's enjoying he the not. show as well. He, well, I dare you to question him. What about we play Lynx instead of Do Hust? Do Hust is a little bit old, and Lynx is a little bit... Uh, little no, I'm not playing Lynx on this. No. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. He thinks no, he's no, in no, the marching no. band again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very no, good. Are we getting plenty of callers through too, Gaz? Yeah, mate, I'm getting heaps of phone calls that can ring in um, and uh, get their numbers. We had Dave ring in for the first time for a few months. Remember Dave from Weeper with oh, uh, yes. Young Bren? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave, Dave's rung in and uh, said g'day to everyone. He hasn't been on the phone for a few months because uh, the mine he's working in up at Weeper there has had really poor phone reception. So morning to Dave, Brenton and Summer. So Oh, brilliant. So, and, and a big good morning too. His name is Mike. He rings in with his grandson. Um, he works at Bunnings with my wife. And uh, Mike, if you're listening, my, uh, my wife is very fond of you. She says you're a lovely man and she enjoys having uh, the weekly conversations with you. And, and Mike is an avid listener of the show. So uh, he's How pretty, about they do some work? He's a good guy. Did you just knock all the Bunnings employees? No, did they meet in aisle seven? Apparently, <laughs> yeah. that's the aisle everyone meets in. Apparently, that's a screwed aisle. Isn't so, it? how do I cut you off, Gaz? <laughs> I'll do it myself. See you, boys. <laughs> See you, yeah. buddy. Oh, beautiful. So, Keep going, yeah, uh, so we, young Ryan. So, we started with the uh, prawn walker, as I was saying, that anyone chasing whiting over the flats, you were saying, um, uh, who was it? Uh, 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 Adrian, Six and Wood. Yeah, Six and Wood. yeah was, um, was using his little. Stick base, or do you do a yeah, little or? little micros? Yeah, yeah. They so, are a really cool looking thing too. Yeah, so they're a little um, splasher, pretty much. So they just sort of um, that's this guy here, the Protec. Yeah, so pretty much um, continuously um, splash water in front, similar to a small popper. And next week we're going to give two of these away. You have uh, very kindly donated some, yes. and uh, remembering this week we're giving away the Pen Slammer, and. Uh, Slammer braid, slammer braid. Yep. To pen slammer braid, <laughs> yes. Uh, and that's an eight carrier braid, so that's a fantastic price. They are. They're made in Japan as well, that line. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really, really good. And this is the multicolored versions. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the problem walker, as I said, anyone chasing whiting over the flat, sprim, flathead, um, even goldens, uh, trevally, queenies will probably smash these things. So just. Um, just yeah. Remember that obviously, if you're you know, going to chase bigger fish, these are designed for uh, whiting. I do think the internals and everything do hold up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just changing your hook sizes and things like that will, will help out there. Um, you know, if you remember, if anyone's, you know, got a lure that, say, if it's a popper or something like that, a plastic popper that, um, 
you know, has those smaller style hooks, you can change those for singles and still keep the the weight retention there so yep. that your, your lure doesn't dive under the water when it's supposed to be a popper or a surface lure. These look absolutely um, fantastic. Yeah, cast a mile on your light gear. So, you know, your two to four kilo rods. A small know, bearing in them. Ten pound braid. And How do you work it? Just it's just like a popper. You can you can. Um, so this is going to sit on the surface. Yeah. So you can walk it, or you can or you can pop it like slow little pops um, as you're going across service or fast pops. Whatever you whatever you're whiting <laughs> like in their area that you're at. On and obviously if you go across, um, uh, you know some of your reef flats for goldens. You know when your goldens get tucked right up in the shallows. Yeah. Well, those things will get absolutely um, drilled in there. Yep. Uh, and 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 whatever else you want to target on, but they'll work for Barra and everything as well. I think these Obviously are going to work prawn. incredibly well for Barra. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I move on from that one. So the the shape of it is it's got all those bumps that the prawn has. It's got a translucent body. Um, yeah. All the prawn colours. Is... I love this one I'm looking at here. It's the translucent on the side, but it's got that browny green tinge across the top of it, yeah, like, like you'll get at, like a proper genuine. Yeah. Raw prawn. Yeah, school prawns and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, and then there's obviously in there, there's almost, you know, the, the classic sort of leader prawn and those little spots that you see in the prawns, they're all in there. Yep. Um, the high, higher um, colours where you've got your whites and your uh, and your um, you know pink heads and green backs and things like that just to stand yeah. out in that darker days. And I'd love like to, if you've got your casting arm on and you're on point, throwing these into the deep into the mangroves and, and working them out in places like the Hinchinbrook and so oh. forth. You can't put them in areas where you would have weedless, but... Mm. I think they would be uh, messed up pretty yeah, quick. They will get um, demolished. Severely, severely I think we easy. must be due for a hinchy trip soon. I'd say so. Righto. All right. Uh, next one along the line. I'd take Gary, but it'd be nice to put something in the boat. <laughs> uh, you don't want to put him in your boat, yeah? No. Um, so no, the no, next no. one along the line, these have been out for a little while, um, but they are sort of new in the range and just sort of getting promoted now. But they've gone up in a size. So they originally had the bender. So if you remember... Uh, what was that? Bent minnows. Yes. Uh, if you remember those, they've got uh, uh, used that style of profile, and they've gone up in those sizes. So they've gone a one twenty and a one fifty. Okay. So and the bent minnow uh, has it started off dead. You look at it and you're just not interested, not mm-hmm. interested at all. And then some people who fought outside of the box absolutely started spanking fish with these things, and now. Is anyone who's in the know mm. has a like my mate Ash Godwin? He absolutely loves the Benton Minnow and caught mm. so many fish on it. For me, I'm in one of them uh, negative sort of views with it, and I've got to get my head in the right place because you can't be negative about something that works. No, and, and these it, things just get spanked. And it's how you work it, like a, a bent Minnow. Like I, I personally didn't really like them at first. Describe a bent Minnow. So it's literally like a. A bomber that's got a half a banana bent. Like you've left it on the dash in the sun. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you'd think, what the hell is that stupid looking thing? But yep. when you work it, you know, and anything that drags water, like when you're talking about fly fishing and, you know, you're putting all these feathers and stuff and you're trying to get it to sit in that spot for as long as you physically can, and those bent minnows can do that, you can just drop it in front of a barra and just twitch the hell out of it yep. and it will stay where you put it. Which is... It, Gained so much traction mm. in the likes of over the wee beds at Faust and mm. the likes of that. And then you can just change talking that. the fish into biting you it. Could, you could use it like that, or you could use it even faster. But mm. the, the amount of splash and dash and whatever else it does in that in a short space of, of mm. water, it, it, it makes a huge difference. Amazing. 
having a 150 if guys are going to Proserpine or Tinaru or any of those places where you want to use surface lures yep. or you're going to fish at night. A lot of people don't don't fish Proserpine at night. They'll fish yep. off their sounder and they'll sort of still drop plastics and things. But you can still, you know, like in the river here, we fish at night with surface lures. But um, definitely Prossy, if you, if you get up the back of those sticks and sort of put yourself in there as the sun's going down, you are yeah. going to find yourself find in some... <laughs> now, translucent lures mm-hmm. uh or, or lack of better words almost clear seafaring lures yep. were never on my hit list either but i'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting they're get, becoming a lot more popular in my tackle box now and now i'll purposely pursue uh the reason i don't like throwing something into the timber that i can't see easily mm. but then i'm realizing now that the fish, because I'm thinking, well, the fish will be the same, and obviously it's not. Mm. There is definitely a place for translucent lures to mm. a point now where I have a lot of mates that won't use anything but. They won't use a solid colour. Mm. They won't put a chartreuse on or a black or a brown or a red. They mm. look for the clears. Well, I guess, What's your thought? Well, I guess when you look at a scale of a fish reflecting light, reflecting its area. Yeah. So you know how you say, you know, a squid can go down into a into a, a weed bed and change colour and match that colour. Yeah. Well, a scale would match the colour that was around it. So if you had a translucent lure, you're then matching that colour. But right. having the plastic still reflecting light is like a scale. Yes. So to them they're seeing that seeing that as a reflectant or translucent but then having a a flash foil in the middle yeah Um, that's my my favorite sort of style is having that flash foil um in the center but yeah well yeah the the flash foil is a very very clever i first saw it on uh, i think maybe the yozuris many moons ago Mm, that's right and they they certainly mastered it well repalers as well repalers as well repalers did it repala and speaking of repala which i'm a big fan of um are you on the repala group on facebook i love being on it there's a rapala sure I yeah might, yeah i might have i'm on a fair few different yeah rapala supporters group yeah. and um some of the stuff we see on there is absolutely amazing and um big numbers of lures and different ones that you just know would work in our market and mm. and, and i don't think they hit the australian domestic market like they do mm. um the american so yeah and it's funny like you know everyone sort of states on or, or they're really sort of up Berkeley or some of the other companies at the moment with, you know, producing a lure that looks like someone else's or someone else has those particular lures. And meanwhile, they're all... When you look at Rapala, Rapala bought out this and the other company bought out them and then they take it and then they change it and then who made the first, you know, we always talk about who made the first bomber, who made the first surface, who made the first whatever. And it's funny you mention bomber because like these these idiots out there who get their knickers in a knot over a a gulp prawn look alike. Mm. Um, What they don't realise is you take a gold bomber, there is literally 70 near exact same mm. designs gold bomber from different companies on the market mm. and do you want a lure to just be the same lure that it was 10 years ago do you want a bomber to and no no offense to bomber i think they're a great lure I know, there's no denying that but you go and smash them into a bridge pile and they're not one piece wire yeah you're not going to have a hook left on there you know if you if you pop the the toe point out but um you know and then like when i was younger it was all about bomber. You'd go up north, you'd go up to Carbon, and everyone would go, oh, you got to get a bomber. Bomber's the guy. That's all That's all there is. That's all we sell. And then B-52 come out, Reedy's, you know? That's all you need. And you're like, ah, B-52 is better. It's better again. And it was. It's it's a deeper lure. It, it, you know, it gets down. It, 
it does everything. It's stronger. It had bigger um, seeds. And that's the thing. If you want lures to stay where they are and how they are, leave it. Yep. But if you want something to evolve and to and to um, you know begin to be something else, or you know what happened to I guess, I guess people putting bigger hooks on a floating lure was how they found out suspending. Yeah, you know things like that, and it just evolves as it goes. And if you just let that happen and stop being little ponces about it, then you know you'll um, of course something yeah, you're passionate about, Ryan. <laughs> you'll uh, you'll see something uh, come out of it. You know. Fair, fully agreed. Mate, let's go to a song in an ad break. Uh, and when we come back, I think we might call Miss Fran and uh, see what's going on at Motor Marine and the wonderful world of Mercury. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this little ditty.
Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. 4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong. Built to last. Built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboard with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer Boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999900. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Ryan Tully and myself, we're having a fantastic morning. Gazza is on the phones. He's got a bit of a sore throat, so my co-pilot is doing it a bit tough. Good morning, Gazza, out there. And also a big good morning to Fran from Motor Marine. Fran, how are you this morning, morning. mate? Hi, hello. I'm well, thanks. Ah, beautiful. Gary's not feeling too good. No, so he's been... We actually banned him. He didn't ban himself. (laughs) So don't you make us sick. (laughs) <laughs> so that's a that's a good thing so um uh which is pretty rare because i've known gary for 
20, 25 plus years, and uh, yeah. I, I've never seen him crook. So, um, so a bit, bit of a rare thing for him. And even he's he says that a, himself. The right thing by you. See? He is. He's definitely yeah. doing the right thing by us. Fran, your shop very has good. been busy. Yeah, we're, we're still very busy, so that's good. Um, yep. Very thankful that, yeah, we're still busy workshop-wise as well. Yep. Um, a few weeks booked up in the workshop. I think towards the end of September we're booked up to. So, yeah, people are looking at getting their motors in yeah. for a service or need repairs. Yeah, we do need a bit of um, a bit of warning there, a bit of time. Definitely, and you blink your eyes. In. Blink your eyes and it's Christmas oh. time. Get them in now. Book them. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, we, I've had a especially big week uh, with electronics. Yes. Um, yeah, hummingbirds, uh, all sizes, uh, mink coders. Um, so we have the new models coming out, as you know, next year, the brushless. Yes, that's and a I huge thing. Have, yeah, I already have people that have put in orders. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if anyone is, um, is looking at a current model or a brushless one later on, please... Um, get in touch and we'll certainly give you a good deal yes um 360 transducers have been really hot this week uh so yeah it's been good uh gar even um the new garment force crackers i've had uh some forward orders for those i bet you have really they, good um they're, they're not available certain models until the end of october yes so yeah i have some orders for those yep and uh, you've so also all busy week yeah, you have. And I know you've ordered uh, the complete Apex range and Solix range, so you're just waiting on them to turn up. So hopefully they won't be too far away to, until they hit your store. Yes. Yes, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and we've, they're a wonderful uh, we've unit. we got an Apex on, um, on Dad's 5 meter. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a, it's a great unit. It's very crisp. Uh, it's just so easy to use. I love it. Yeah, beautiful. We've got a 13. We didn't go any bigger. No. We've got a 13, but it is a, a beautiful unit. Yeah. Did you go out for a little uh, fish last weekend? Uh, yeah, we did. It was quite lumpy going out. It was worse than what we thought it was going to be. Really? So, uh, oh, we were at the ramp at 4.30. Yes. And uh, just... Oh, it was just lumpy all the way to Keeper, honestly. Oh, well, it isn't that unusual? Very, very much so. It did, it did flatten out, yeah. but not until must have been 10 o'clock. Yep. And then we were there most of the day, and then coming back home, totally different, like a milk pond. Oh, brilliant. We went flat out home. But yep. heading out, we really didn't think it was going to be that lumpy. No, it must uh, have been. It was a bit uncomfortable yep. for the kids. I had my niece and my nephew uh, with us this time, and uh, there was a bit of pain. And, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was quite lumpy. We had waves coming over the top of the cabin. and Oh, oh that's yeah. amazing. I didn't it expect really, that last weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people um, obviously encountered the same thing we, yep. when we got back to the ramp and you know, yep. we'd have a chat to people and everyone was saying the same thing. Yeah, it was 
See, it, it wasn't it wasn't nice going out. No, and when yeah. I I launched last Saturday at Balgal to head around the cattle, um, that was at midday, yeah. so it had already flattened out by then. So I yeah. missed all of that. And then yeah, when I came, definitely. when I come home Sunday at midday, it was flatter again. It was just a full ball. There was a gentle swell some coming through, which tells you it Actually, must have been rough somewhere. Yeah, even while we were out there, that it had flattened out. There was this swell. Yeah, yeah. There was this. Yeah, there we, was which this is swell uh, the whole day. Yep, and you really got to watch yeah. that swell because some of them mm. come to a peak and you can be going flat out. And if you hit one of them wrong, you'll come down and uh, really hit hard. So I keep an eye on that. Yeah. How yeah. was the fishing? Did you find some trout? Yeah, uh, uh, not any, no luck with trout. Oh. Uh, we were one after the other, just taken by sharks. Oh. It was uh, a big problem. Yep. And uh, I had all week uh, very similar reports from customers yep. um, uh, that the, the coral trout were just, um, we just couldn't get them up. No. Um, it was, we got um, red throat up, red throat sweet lip. Yep. We got fangled emperor. Yep. We got some large mouth. Oh, beautiful. Um, we get a, a really good uh, mackerel yep. um, straight up. But then we had another three hits and we lost them to shark. So it was just constant all day. We just had to keep moving yep. different spots around the reef. And, yep. um, and, and people all week were saying very similar reports. I yep. had two guys that uh, were two separate um, yeah, guys saying that they were um, on an overnight trip. Yes. On overnight trip. And both something like three coral trout. That was it. Yeah, it's um, it is really, such really a problem, sad. Fran. Such, such a problem. A problem. I have people every single day. Yeah, just talking about it. It's a it's a big problem. The shark. And you know how many uh, fins we saw all day. Shark fins. Ugh. <laughs> it was crazy. I had never seen it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember 10, 15 years ago, you'd see a shark fin, you're like, oh, shark's over there. Now it's just like, ugh, <laughs> go away. And it's, it's not just not just the trout. It's like us barra fishermen. We're losing so many barras to the sharks Actually, now. Actually, yeah. I did have some men during the week yep. say a similar thing because we were just talking about catching fish. Yep. And, yeah, they were saying the same thing, that, that they just can't uh, get barras. Yeah. Because um, they're just taken by sharks. And I think in the creek they were saying bull sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the bull, bull sharks. Shark. Yep. Yeah. And the so bull sharks are a nasty, problem. nasty animal indeed. They will, uh, they, they're, they're a vicious thing. They've actually, scientists say, uh, put them well above the great white for aggression. Oh, God. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the great white's just got size. But they say, yeah. and I haven't seen one on there, but they say you have a look at a three-metre bull shark on the water and look, it, they look like a six-metre white. They are just <laughs> tanks, absolute yeah. brutes of animals, and that, but they've got telltale signs. When, when they're antsy or when they're, uh, when they're a little bit toey, they, they bend their dorsal fins up, they curve them around, mm. and uh, divers, mm. spear fishermen say they can swim around if a bull shark's got its dorsals out fine. Yeah, no dramas. As soon as mm. they curve up and curve in, out of the water. Mm. That's it. Game yeah. done. So yeah, no, there's no way I'm getting in that water. Like. No. Well, I look like a dugong in the water of me big bald head. All I need is a bit of weed hanging out of me mouth and I'll be done. So, uh, hey, I'm going to pass you on the Ryan for a sec. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hey, how are you? Hey, um, I'm good, thanks. 
How many uh, boats have you got in stock at the moment and what what do your motor count look like? Like you've got all uh, Mercury motors at the moment? Yeah, so uh, good, really good selection uh, of motors because on that point, there's a promo going, a Mercury promotion, okay. uh, 40 horsepower to 150 horsepower. So we have the range and pretty much up to 150 and even 175. Okay. We're and not having trouble getting them. There's also a command uh, thrust, is there? So there's your standard motors yeah. and then your C-Pros and then command thrust as yeah. well? Yeah, so C-Pro is your commercial motor. Yep. For a commercial operator, what's so what's the difference? For certain Do, models, yeah, you know, technically speaking, I'm not positive. No, I, I don't go too much into it with the seed crow. Uh, I, yep. I would have to get on to that. I yep. think it's more yeah, the servicing, is isn't it? Like, engine, yeah, and they, they have a different warranty as well because they are a commercial engine. So, yeah, there are some differences there. Yeah, I think it's three um, three years, isn't it, commercial, and is it six years for the six standard? Six years for recreational, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, so it's, um, it's three plus three for recreational, so yep. three years is your standard warranty, and then as long as you have your um, uh, services done through a Mercury dealer at the recommended schedule time, then that um, warranty is extended. Yeah, and so your after your third year, yes. And your command thrust—that's like for heavier boats. So, so what happens there is like, let's say it's a, a sixty command thrust. Yep. So it's basically a, a sixty horsepower powerhead yep. with a, a seventy-five uh, leg. Okay. So the seventy-five. 90 and 115 is all the same engine. So designed to get uh, a block. Designed to get a bigger prop and to push more load. Yes. Yep. Yes, exactly. A bigger selection of propellers, a bigger propeller. Yes. Yeah. Very I, popular the command truck. Yeah, I know a lot of the higher boats. Uh, a lot of the higher boats had those on them and oh, they're just had those. powerful yeah. as hell and reliable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just ridiculous. Easy to start and just yeah. So reliable. Very much so. So we're, we're very happy with the range. Uh, bigger motors are still, some of them are still a problem, getting bigger motors, but it, it is getting better. And boats are definitely getting better. As you can see around the shop, we have lots of boats in and out. I, I was so scanning past there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to come in and say yeah. hello. Have you, so yeah. you've got um, MinCode now. You've got motor guide still as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we do. I've had my motor guide for the, for the depth of time and it's been through everything and hit every tree in town. So and I still going hard. And still going. I've never, yeah, ever well, had to replace our, a prop, so, yeah. Ours on, on Dad's boat is uh, over 10 years. We're going on so you use that out the reef as well? or The, the, the one on, on the other boat is a Minkota. The reef one, yep. we've got a, a Minkota. Is that for the longer shaft as well? or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. yeah that's on Sam's boat. Yep. And then on, on Tony's boat, we've got the um, 80, 80, 60 on the 5 meter. Yep. Beautiful. Hey, before yeah, we let you yeah. go to Fran, which I, I went through um, the gift bags that you so very kindly uh, donated to the show yeah. as prizes. The, uh, the new blue caps are absolute yeah, crackers. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, they are. They're very nice. I like them too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's I've a got all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a great bag because the tournament shirts in there, and there's a, a key yeah. ring, and there's a stubby cooler, and all sorts of bits and pieces. Someone's so I'm um, gonna love that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And as we always do, I'll drop that into the to your shop on uh, the Monday, and whoever wins the prize picks it up off you guys. So very good. Yeah, and remember, if we need to change the size of the shirt, no yep. issue. Yeah. Just let us know. 
You yeah. can also purchase that gear if you're thinking of, you know, gifts or someone's birthday or Christmas and that. You great prize. a lot of them as gifts. Yeah, that's a great um, gift so, idea. Yeah, yeah. So you can come and see the range for yourself. We've got a, a few different shirts there and lots of different Mercury hats. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I like these promotion. ones, yeah. especially with the white trim around the brim. It looks really clever. Very, very so sweet. High. Yep, I like it yeah, a lot. Yeah. Hey, Fran, Good. thanks so much for joining thanks. us. Thanks for your sponsorship. Thanks, You're awesome. Thanks, Fran. We will talk again soon. All right, cheers, mate. Bye. See you Monday, bye. Fran. Bye. bye. Thanks, bye. Uh, there we go, Fran, Motor Marine. So very good. Now, before we go to um, the next ad break, we just wanted to finish with the Berkeley Lures, um, the, the new range that's coming out. So yep. so the next one in the range is the Slurp. So I've been using the Slurp for a long time now before, yes. it, before it come out to the market. Yep. Uh, they're pretty much a stick bait. Uh, they've got ST66 owners on them. They are built for the job. Uh, you pretty much can't get any stronger than that within hooks and uh, split rings are huge as well. Uh, so we've caught uh, barras, jacks, um, queenfish. I know a lot of the guys um, in our pro team fish Central Coast, so they fish Rocky as well as um, Yapoon area, um, Gladstone, all that sort of area. So they... Um, they put them in the in the way of some pretty big fish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bass baits originally, so they were a deeper diving lure. I suppose they dive to about eight foot, but they are suspending, so you can let them sink down. There's a new one, uh, the bass bait 80 shallow, so it's just an 80S. So they have a shorter bib. Um, they're really good to, you know, throw over your sand flats and things like that where you don't want something to dig down as much. But although you still can let them slowly sink or overweight the hooks even if you wanted to they still have pretty reasonable size owners on them yeah um they have a bigger hook at the front and a smaller hook at the back yeah and um yeah really good for your sand flats and things like that and they've got the titan s which <coughs> stands for shallow 100 and 120 mils yeah uh so they're very similar to that uh you know minnow profile like a bomber or b52 or that type of thing though they are suspending as well so you can drop them down a little bit like um, say a Rapala Husky Jerk or okay. um, or any of that type of stuff. Yeah. They're all uh, one-piece wire, I think the Titans are. Um, so they're going to handle anything. Great value uh, for money, aren't they? The they are, SD66s yeah. and the one-piece wire. and They're just built yep. really well. And my Shimmer shows, for instance, are, are, they, they account for a number of fish, not just one. If, if you're not getting 10 barrows out of them, you, you've been unlucky. Yeah. So next one along the line is a Titan D for deep, 100 and 120 as well. So they're good for your, you know, your deeper banks, your deeper timbers and working them through. So say somewhere like Proserpine where you really want to work, you know, that sort of 10 foot, 12 foot of timber yeah. and, and run them through. And obviously, you know, just wait a couple more seconds and they'll sink down a couple of extra feet and away you go. But um, you can also use them for trolling as well. Everything's built for the north they're built for strong fish you know like yeah. a lot of the advice comes from um myself and a lot of other guys that fish north and um shane compain and darwin which is you know heavily known for massive, never heard of him ma- <laughs> massive <laughs> barren, so on and so forth and wins all what the comps. a freak <laughs> so um there's also a new braid out uh it's not out just yet it's not far away uh, there's the X Dura Tough uh, four ply braid. Um, that is supposed to be super. I haven't got my hands on any yet. That is supposed to be super abrasion resistant. I've got it on order, but I'm waiting for it. So uh, the so that's. What do you think of the Pen Slammer braid? 
it's, it's got great reviews. It's smooth as cut oh, as well. Ties great reviews. Does does pretty much everything. Whoever wins one of these um, braid packs, you've got some good prizes this week. It's going to be very happy. Japanese made, like anything Japanese, you know, we talk, used to talk about cars and Chinese made, yep. Japanese, whatever. Swedish made, German made, whatever. They are just precise on whatever they do, um, you know, electronics, woodwork, everything. It's 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 always bang on. And when you see a braid made by them, you're like, yep, yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yes. Uh, so next one along the line. So they tell me that the extra tough four-ply braid is more for your – something you want for abrasion. Resistance. So if you – you know, fish is going to wrap you around a tree or you're fishing in sort of um, mangroves where you're sort of rubbing against things all the time, that's yeah. the – that's the braid that you'd want. They only make that up to 30 pound, though. So, so a specific braid. Yeah. Yep. So uh, and then the next one along the line, more for, uh, you know, a little bit more smoother, similar to the, the pen slammer, but um, just in a different um, style. As the, it's more of a slicker line. Yes. Uh, is the X Super Smooth 8. Yep. Um, so that's obviously Berkeley as well. Uh, yeah, it just... It just, just Eight ply braids just cast better. They're smoother off the spool. They're they're brilliant. Really, really basically good. eight ply meaning that it's eight twines, which means uh, through the jig, uh, they can get it a hell of a lot tighter, which makes it a lot thinner. So the strength of it a lot stronger. The abrasion resistance is a lot stronger. Yeah, as soon as you think eight as opposed to four, you're going to think eight is thicker. It works the opposite way around. It's yep. a whole lot stronger. Hey, what we might do is we'll finish that. We're going to run to a song and an ad break, um, and in the second half of the show we'll finish um, that stuff. And then I want to talk a little bit about um, going out to the army with you uh with our reeling veterans and so forth and at some stage towards the end i want to have i want to touch on jewfish a little bit i'm a big fan of jewfish and i've caught sweet stuff None. all of them right up i just heard a like a, a i don't know like a little you've, little you've garden caught, uh, gnome you, you interrupt hey, i have actually caught a few and i'm looking at gary all right, go on. Have your yes, say. Mate. Have your say. Spit it out. No, no. I'm, a I'm actually just sitting here looking at the catalogue of that braid that um, Ryan was going through, and then yeah. it goes right up to a, to an ex smooth Elite 12. Wow. So, we were getting to that, Darry. Yeah, yeah. That, that was coming up next after the but after Marty we talked to Adam. Marty cut you off, Ryan. He did. Well, I'm he, on a time he, he, time restraint. Hey, did you have a look at Adam McCarran's Dewey? Oh, we obviously did. You commented yes. on it. Well, a cracker that is. And did you do zoom in on the background, Gaza? Yes, no, you did. did. I will. Yes, you no, certainly I did. So uh, I have no idea. Right, <laughs> you're I'm a liar. How about, how about you just let me go? Righto. See ya. Hey. Um, so, bye -bye. so yeah, I've got Adam McCarran here from last weekend, and uh, I, I, not one of the Berkeley lures, but on the jig wreck, which is a pretty special lure in itself as well. And he's holding up an absolute horse of a Jew, and I just love the Jewies. Love them. And now, finally, something went right for the Fisho's way. They didn't, haven't got that stupid rule that we, we couldn't keep them. So we would just release them and they'd float off and die. So uh, someone with, who had an IQ higher than three in the fisheries, which is rare, come up with the right decision. And that is my dig at the fisheries for today. Good morning to our listeners. Hello, fisheries. How are you this morning? Look forward to meeting you at the ramp next week or maybe tomorrow. All right, here's go to a song, and then when we come back, we'll be talking to Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. <laughs> Hanging around downtown by myself, and I had so much time to sit and think. 
think about myself and then there she was Like double cherry pie, yeah there she was Like disco superfly Sex and can they hear Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? Surely is a dream. Yeah, mama, this surely chance somebody's trying to hack your website right now you gotta make sure you're covered i'm talking about enterprise grade security built into your site and fully managed for you check this out first up prevention the wix platform is secure hey wichay wichay you mom it's the one and only little mate here stay tuned kick back and crank up them speakers with deep vibes and easy easy on deadly by dark 107.1 fm 4k1g let's go don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 04 77 999 
900, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed, and that was a full-on ad break. We got so busy and the phones were going that burko that I wasn't able to call Miss M. So I'm going to cross over and try and call Miss M while we do. Why don't you run through another lure, Ryan, and I'll get Emma on the phone from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. No worries, we'll uh, start where we left off, so uh, got a bit to get through. We've got the um, X Super Smooth 8, which uh, Gary kindly come through in the background. Uh, this one goes from, so it's an 8-ply braid, goes from 150 metres in the 6-pound, and then there's 300 metre spools, 250 metre, 500, and for the bulk spools for the shops, uh, they even do a 3 thousand meter spool um so that's going to be good for anyone that you know just can't get that line quite right so if you're getting some of the bigger pens and things like that and you buy 300 meters you're gonna have to run a lot of backing underneath it so that 3000 meter spool can you know allow those fishermen to get um as much line as they can especially if people chasing um sailfish and and marlin and those type of things and some of the bigger gt um reels just fit so much braid on there it's it's ridiculous but um so anyway that one um goes up in uh what's the size of that one it goes into uh 100 pounds so that's gonna pretty much fit the bill for everyone uh so that's the x super smooth eight and then it goes to a 12 so this one's called the x super smooth elite 12 and that one runs from uh, 10 pound and goes through to 100 pound as well uh, goes from 300 meter spools 270s 250s and 500s and that's what's the what's what's the lightest you fish in braid ryan um i go down to about 10 pound now i used to do like four and six but it's just a little bit yep um you know a little bit less for me if you what? hit something or whatever you you know you go down too low. So ten pounds pretty good. Um, just depends yep. on what you're doing. If you if you're fishing really light line for bar and say you're fishing along the strand, you know we've sort of hooked some yep. pretty big fish like one twenties and one thirties even down there on six pound, and it does literally take you two hours to land a fish. Um, so yep. just having that little bit extra tension, um, you know, if you if you're looking at doing that sort of lighter line stuff, you know, ten pound braid um, with say a twenty pound leader. Um, yep. is, is ideal. It just gives you that little bit extra abrasion resistance and you can sort of tighten it up a little tiny bit more uh, and, and shorten your um, the time that the fish yeah. is, you know, it, struggling out in the water, so to speak. Hey, Gaz, yeah, before we is. keep going, yep. buddy, I've got Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge on the phone with us. Good morning, Emma. How are Go you? Go for it. I'm very well, thank you. How are we all? Oh, we're having a fantastic time. How has your week been? 
Oh, it's been fantastic up here. We're living the dream in paradise, as usual. <laughs> yeah, I know you are, but tell me. <laughs> was there a little bit rain, a bit of rain that um, you guys copped this week? Because I know when I was travelling through, I went to Tully on Thursday, and it was um, tumbling down there, and she was yeah. pretty pretty black through the Hinchinbrook area. So a little bit of unseasonal moisture coming through. Yeah, there wasn't. It wasn't super heavy or anything. We had a bit of mist going on, and I know that there was like a few showers and that up the channel. Yeah. Um, but it was sort of patchy. There was, you know, bits and pieces, and yeah, there was like a little bit of mist, and then it cleared up. And it's still there's a little bit of an overcast day. I um, posted a photo the other day. I think it was two days ago, and it was overcast. And it was just flat, like it was flat as, but yeah, it was that sort of overcasty, dinosaur-y weather. <laughs> yes, yep. <laughs> well, what's your weather doing there this weekend? Is it as blowy as what people are saying it is, or is it quite nice? Well, this morning it wasn't. It was sort of a bit flat this morning, but the wind's starting to pick up a little bit now. So, I mean, yep. there's still plenty of places that you can go. The fly fishing comp's on at the moment. I was just talking to the boys to get a fishing report. So, they're um, they're doing all right. They're catching a few fish. And, yeah, they said it's uh, it's not too bad out there. So, yeah, oh, brilliant. I mean, you can go and tuck up anywhere and, and get out of, you know, if there's a shower coming up the channel. Like, they were saying yesterday some guys got, you know, got hit with the showers up the channel. But, you know, you can sort of see them coming and you can avoid them if, you, if you're able to, you know, duck up. Yeah somewhere else and go around it, so that's the yep. beauty of it. <laughs> yeah, what, what reports did the fly um, guys and girls give you? Well, I actually completely forgot it was on this weekend, then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Gab's actually fishing it. He's uh, filling in for someone, so he's not normally a fly fisherman, but he's giving it a go. Why not? Um, so they're getting some trevally, and they just hooked a nice barrow just before I talked to him before, um, but, it, but yesterday they said it was a bit tough going, so yeah, a couple of tarpon and trevally, and yeah, just a, just a few of the smaller fish, but um, definitely tough going yesterday, so so hopefully they have a better day today. Indeed. Do you happen to know who might be leading it? Or that's, I don't know no. yet, no. I yeah. might give Reese Bullymore a bit of a call and see if he would answer his phone. Mind you, most won't answer the phone during a tournament. I know I don't. <laughs> They'll be out there putting their shoulders out, whipping their whips around. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> it looks like a lot of work. <laughs> yep, yep. How's yeah. our crocodiles across from the lodge? Are they? Uh, is, is he still hanging around, the little fella? I haven't seen him the last couple of days. Um, it's warmed up a little bit, so he might be, yeah, it sort of goes under a bit quicker. It's not definitely not as cold out. It's actually a little bit muggy here today with um, mm. the overcast weather, so he's probably hiding out somewhere and, you know, stalking, keeping cool. So. Yes. But, yeah, I haven't, haven't seen him. Probably It's probably been about a week since we saw him, but we actually went out um, around the islands last weekend, and it was just glamorous. It was I bet. so beautiful and there was whales everywhere and oh, it was fantastic and I always hear about people seeing the whales because I, I, I always seem to miss it. You know, we're always here and like with the young kids we haven't been out for ages around that whale time. Yeah. So it was just yeah, fantastic to see the whales and they were everywhere. Aren't just, they beautiful? Oh, oh. oh my god, so amazing. We saw, you know, the mum with the calf and yeah, yeah. they're just jumping out and oh, it's, it's just fantastic and yeah, the islands were absolutely beautiful last week. So, it was, yeah, it was lovely being out there. Yeah, and everyone's saying how many calves are out there. So, uh, whatever's oh, happening so in many. nature is working. Yeah, there's so many, so many. Actually, mum and dad got a really good video. Uh, it, they've never seen it happen before. The whale, they went through um, the two, like, two of the islands and they thought it was a log. It was just sort of sitting there. Yeah. And as they got closer, it was actually a whale and she just laid there like not moving for ages like it must have been 20 minutes just laying there yep. and then the calf was sort of all around her and I had to laugh like they videoed it I had to laugh I'm like that poor mother looks so exhausted that calf must be wearing her out so she was just 
chilling, getting a bit of sun. It was yeah, yeah bizarre. Yeah, it, it is. And she went under and went off. Then so, yeah, we saw yeah. one exactly the same. We thought there was actually something wrong. We thought That's she was. What they thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought she was dying, but no. I think uh, just having a, a rest. And same deal. There was a calf, and this one was on the last pylon out of the, our shipping channel. So not very oh, far yeah. out at all. It was like right there. So don't yeah. think that you've got to travel out to the deep blue to see the whales. Yeah. Um, quite often they'll come in right beside the island. Yeah, and they were like on the way back. They were yeah, just not far out from the jetty. They were there, and there was a couple of boats. So we were heading back in, and a couple of boats were heading back out. And yeah. you know, we stopped on the other side, and they stopped on the other side. And there was all of us were just watching the whales, and yeah, oh. it was yeah, they're oh, they're fabulous. Eh? You just yep. yeah, it's amazing to see, and you know, people pay big bucks for that down south to go whale watching, and here we are, we're getting it for free. So right there, yeah, pretty, yep. pretty special. I tell you what, the lodge would have looked uh, gorgeous from watching that big super moon through this week just gone. Yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's a good view from the from the lodge there, having a look at that. So yeah. it definitely was a big, crazy-looking moon, but it uh, was no good for the fishing because we got nothing while that super moon was around. It was a bit of a shame, but at least we got to see whales. But, yeah, the fishing was no definitely. good around that well, super moon. And it, it's funny, though. A lot of people were like that. And uh, so I said to my young fellow, I said, it's not going to be a good trip. This is just going to be a bonding session for you and I. So I had nothing. We ended up having an absolute cracker. They, they, I, think, I think on the Sunday when we got the barrel, that might have been the tail end of it yeah. so any super yeah. moon sort of thing was done and dusted but yeah. traditionally that's the worst time to be wanting to target fish because you're coming off the back end of a of a full super moon whatever you want to call it which is traditionally not uh the best time but um i don't know someone throw it threw us a bone and we took it <laughs> yeah yeah very good well we could see them all stacked up on the sounder and we just could not entice them to bite, and it was very frustrating. But oh, that's I hate fishing, that. Hey, that's why it's fishing and not catching. <laughs> yep, it is so frustrating. We're, we done that early in the morning, I was saying earlier in the show, where um, and the problem was I got a hit straight away, so that made my mindset that um, we we're going to get one of these big girls, but we didn't. And you know what? It was kind of lucky we didn't because um, not long after uh, we found the fish and hooked that first one, we were getting um, shark after shark coming oh, through. on the, yeah. So even if we did did hook one of that them big girls i think looking back on it now all we would have done is sacrifice her yeah that's so. right yeah because they they know too they wait they wait for the good fish as soon as you get a good fish they're in on it they don't yep. want the, the crappy fish they want the nice ones <laughs> yeah definitely they'll that you, you'll pull in 20 mother-in-laws and then hook a trout and that's gone that's oh that's right yeah that's that's yeah they know this they're, they're clever yeah it's a shame but uh, that's the way it is. As soon as there's a shark, hey, you just got to move to the next spot because yeah, yep. you'll never get anything. <laughs> yeah, Fran from uh, from uh, Motor Marine was saying they had just. Uh, I think they went out to keeper. Were they saying? Um, and um, yeah, just uh, couldn't get a fish to the boat. Couldn't get a trout to the boat. So it's oh. a, and it's a lot of money to get out there, isn't it? Them. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it's heartbreaking, isn't it? It's, it is. Oh. It is. Nothing worse, really, than the tax man taking your nice, nice fish. You pull that nice cold trout up, and it's just the head, and you're like, oh, yep. really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if anyone's yeah. listening to the show and they think, oh, you know what, I'd love to go to Lucinda and stay at the lodge uh, tonight. Have you got any rooms available? I don't have anything available tonight. I do right. have a couple of spots in between the weeks, yeah. um, and there is a couple of spots Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on the school holidays. If anyone is keen to come up for school holidays and bring the kids have a fish. You don't have to have a boat. You can come up and just sit on the pontoon with the kiddos. Yeah. The line in. I mean, we take the kids fishing on the pontoon all the time. Um, like the girls are only two and three, so it's it's nice. You don't have to go out for too long in the boat or anything because you know they get a bit bored. So yep. 
We take them to the pontoon and you just catch brim after brim after brim, you know, the little black brim there and the kids just love it. They just have a ball. They don't care what fish they're catching as long as they're catching something. So, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a nice nice thing to do. If you're bored for school holidays, need to get the kids out, get them off the devices, um, give us a ring, 0477-999-900. Um, there is a room available Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the school holidays. All right. Well, that is uh, pretty rare. So take advantage of that, listeners. Get onto it right now. Give them a call and book your Room. And watch that number one more time. 0477 999 Beautiful. Hey, what do you think of your new ad? I heard it for the first time I fully. I heard it just before. I love it. It's yeah. good. I love it too. I, yeah. I I think it's a cracker. Emma, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for your uh, sponsorship. We certainly do appreciate it. And uh, Gaz and I wish you well. No worries. All right, well, we'll talk to you during the week. Have a good weekend, everyone. I uh, look forward to it. Thanks, Em. See you, mate. Okay, Bye. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, uh, there we go, Miss Sam Lucinda Fishing Lodge. So now, Mr. Tully, um, tell me a little bit about you went out to Laverack Barracks. I know we've still got a couple more lures. Or did you want to finish them first? No, we can we can cruise on. Yeah, no, it's up to you. Right. But uh, yeah, why don't we knock them over and then I want to have a talk about Laverack. Actually, just really quick, just on a, on a note with what Sam um, was saying then about the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Of a night time on those pontoons, in those lights, you get the run-out tide. There is heaps of barra there, oh. so don't don't think that you have to race out across the island when it's... Thanks a lot, Brian. Yeah. There goes my little fishery. <laughs> I tell everyone they go to the harbour. <laughs> I fish Dungeness a lot when I'm up there, especially if it's rough in the in the channel, or if you don't yep. know how to navigate it properly, if you're coming from down south or something like that, yep. and you want to you know, just have an easy run and, and just go up Dungeness, and a lot of the points... Hold heaps of barra. Just they do, I match the bait. Like I say, match the bait. But you know, we were getting them on frogs there last time, right beside the units. You know, so and there was heaps of them there. It was like, oh, you know, you're getting them on frog lures of a night time, the in day, the, in, in the, the daylight, day, in the day. Yeah, there yeah, is so yeah. many fish there. So jacks and so barras, and they just do a big circuit along there, and you only just got to sit there for a few minutes, and you'll find them. And you know, even land-based around Lucinda is pretty good. Of a night time, I'd I'd sort of suggest to go if I was going to do land-based stuff around Lucinda and, and that area. So. Dungeness yeah. as well, yeah. No, it's a good thing. Mm. It's a good thing. In a perfect world, when you do go up to Hinchinbrook, mm. where is your go-to? Where, where do you like? Um, depends on the tide, really, and that and that does depend everywhere. Sometimes I can get them right at the mouth of um, uh, on the rocks there on the on the left hand side of the bluff. Yeah. Um, and that and on bigger tides, like I, I sort of do the same thing around town here when I'm fishing some of the rock bars. I'll, I'll fish, um, you know, especially a shallow area. I'll fish an hour before high tide. Um, just that last push and the bait just comes right up into the shallows and the barra just go off the head and you can get, you know, a fair good school yep. working up there. And, and, you know, they will be there when it's a little bit choppy, but right. when it's really blowing, it's, it's hell off. Yep. Um, but, you know, you're getting there and, you know, 10 to 15s is pretty good. Um, I think you've got a couple of waves over the back end of your lower boat if you sit there too long i can imagine um, i'm good with mine Gee, there's some fish there though <laughs> in there there is but it's yeah. it's you've really got to know it because that tide yeah. can be treacherous and, and it can be the the point of like you know missing a place fishing a place by an hour half an hour even in some cases yes and if you just get them you know you know that the the mullet prawns whatever else is going right up into the mangroves where they're unreachable and then when they're coming back out you've just got to be sitting there at the right time and it can happen in yeah, you know, half an hour to an hour, and then like um, Emma was saying with the schools about, like yeah, you can get them on the sounder, but 
if you don't match the bait to what they're feeding on, they are zoned into what they're eating. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can see, you know, five or six, ten fish, whatever, sitting on the points. You don't have to go very far in, in Hinterbrook at all, even in Dungeness. Mm. And, you know, you see a school of fish sitting there and you go, why won't they eat? You know, I've got paddle tails, I've got this. And then you go, oh, what's in the water? Okay, there's little glassies. Yep. You know, two inches long. You're like, how are you going to match a glassy? Yeah. You know? And then you go through your whole box and then you go, oh, you know, for me, like if I'm matching a glassy, I'll go through the box and go, right, I've got a 65 mil, um, you know, Berkeley uh, shimmer fork vibe and that's bang on for me. Yeah. Um, they'll smash that. And you, you just got to continue to cast until you get in front of them because obviously if a fish is coming a certain way, it's not going to, you know, if it's coming at it, if, it, if you're casting at them and, they, and it's coming at their tail, they're not going to generally spin around and no. hit it. No, not unless the they are in absolute or, berserk eat mode. <laughs> or it's going to spook them, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's some of the things that you've got to sort of look at. You've, you know, sometimes you'll see them on the sander and you go, okay, well, if its head's facing towards me, it's coming at me, so I'm not going to cast behind it. I'm going to cast in front of it and bring it back into it. Uh, and, and the same thing, if you're seeing the tail go the other end, you're not going to cast that way again. You're going to go, oh, what? They're doing a circuit. They're going to go back the other way. I've got to cast in front of them again and bring it back to them and, and check what depth they're at and things like that. And then that sort of, you know, plays a few dividends into into getting results. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Hmm. That makes full sense. Mate, what else we got? Uh, we'll go through it. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time left, but no, uh, no. Then we've got to cover, and we'll be call, calling Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafood hmm. shortly. So they've got uh, a new jighead range, um, which is uh, saltwater pro inshore and saltwater pro offshore. There's they few, look good too, the new jigheads. Yeah, there's a few different little options there where you can hang, um, you know, trebles off the bottom of them and things like that. A few which different sizes, a few basically different is a stinger. Yeah, Sting few, a setup. few different weights, different packaging. Uh, they've got the elevator heads as well for those deeper drop guys fishing the reef again and finger mark and things like that. They've got a new um, apparel uh, range, which I'm wearing right now. Marty's got one. Yep. Um, there's a Lovely yeah. shirts. Yeah, You're not are, getting yeah. this back. I need you to know that. <laughs> and if you forget your buff, they've always got a hood. So yes. <laughs> you can always... Uh, well, me and my head doesn't go well out in the sun. Well, you imagine if you Me and my head doesn't go well out How many times have we gone, oh, and not flip the hat backwards when you go on, you know, whatever case an hour, and then boom, there goes the hat, and then it's sunk before you've even noticed. 90% well, these of things, the time I have my hat backwards anyway. <laughs> these things have got a hood. People so, you know. shake their head because they're like, dude, you're 48 <laughs> years old. And I'm like, I couldn't give a rat's ass. Oh, I've so, been wearing it like this since I was seven. <laughs> so Berkeley's got a little bit more... Uh, within their uh, apparel, well, well, uh, bagging range anyway. Yep. So they've got like a few different options there, um, you know, to store your gulps and your and your power baits and things like that and keep them all neat and out of the sun. Um, there's also a shoulder bag, a waist bag and so on and so forth. Um, they've got new scissors, uh, different colour. They've matched the scissors now with the red <laughs> profile to the Berkeley profile finally. Beautiful. Um, and there's buckets there's all the bait fishermen type stuff rod holders they've done a new uh, landing net range uh which they've got um a different coating so it doesn't take the scales off the fish you look after your fish when you catch and release and things like that um and we also do um 
Frabel as well. I don't know if you know that. No, okay. Frabel, so they have explain a net, it. Yes, yeah, so they have a net range as well. They've, I don't think we brought the carbon handle ones in, but um, they've got some foldable net designs, and it's just a lot nicer for the fish, especially if you catch and release all the time like yeah. I, I do mainly. Not, yep. not that that you know, not that you can promote that everyone's. You keep the you know, odd fish. Yeah, that's right. You keep barrel or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, We'll just move on to Abu. We've got the new Abu spin reel range. So we've got a Revo X. Abu's going ahead and leaps and bounds, they isn't are. it? They are. Their spin reels are, are something else. They've got um, uh, Revo X. So just in the Revo range. Uh, the Revo X, uh, the Revo SX, and the Rocket. So the Rocket doesn't have the 10 to 1 ratio like the baitcasters do, but it is it is pretty <laughs> pretty high. It's well and truly above the others. In the baitcast range, we've got the low-profile Revo Rocket, um, if you see on my Facebook page. I've missed your call. Just leave your name. You know. You'll see me uh, using that a fair bit originally when, I, when they first come out. So I got these reels to test out, and I treated them like utter um, tools. Yes. <laughs> Um, and they did the right thing by you, though. Threw them around, you know, didn't wash them, things like that. Um, so they, so the rocket is a ten to one ratio on the baitcasters. They have an SX low profile. Yeah, um, great little reel. And most of the tackle stores around town, you can get uh, Berkeley. Yeah, so if you um, tackle world fishing warehouse, um, BCF, Anaconda, pretty much everywhere you you can you can go to get those, depending on what um, store stocks what. Um, so they also have a winch. So the winch is a lower gear ratio. So it's a five point four. What you, a car winch or a trailer <laughs> winch? Or <laughs> so this is all in the baitcaster range. Yep. So it's a Revo winch. Yep. And they have a deeper spool. So anyone great for jigging. Yeah, and and anyone doing trolling or any of that sort of stuff. And a lot of people still like to troll. Not my yep. not my cup of tea. But um, just be careful where you're going. There. <laughs> <laughs> be very careful. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, a lot of people like that. And and obviously, if you wanted to run a heavier braid, you know, a lot of us talk about running 50 pound braid and you go oh you know we want to do this and that well you're not going to get much line on if you're going to run it on some of the smaller spool reels you know like a lot of the other brands you know have it have um, very very small spools and they can't sort of uh have enough line in there you might only yeah. get 60 70 meters of line and, and it's not ideal uh next one on the list there is an stx so they've got a few more bearings um more of your standard gear ratio is this all new this is all new stuff. It's, My it's lord, so much of it, yeah. <laughs> Holy hell! Um, so yeah, just a, a hard to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, a basic sort of reel. If you if you were sort of um, classifying an STX, where would you look at it? It's it's like a smoother Corrado, you know. So okay. you've, you've got that um, reliability. Every Abu pretty much comes apart the same. They've all got the the same screws, the same everything. They all come apart the same. It's just the internals that are different, different gear ratios, different spools, different handles. You know, it makes a lot and different drags and, and so on and so forth. So yeah. Uh, They've also got the SX, like I said before, and the X. The X for me is a standout because Bless you. I don't like a lot of centrifugal braking or, or too much braking yeah. because I don't like brakes at all much. No, you take them straight out of your spills? Most of the times, yeah. So the Revo X is actually the cheapest in the run. So they got like a 199 um, rip. Um they have no centrifugals at all. They just rely on magnetics, and they have all the same features, um, you know, bar you know, a few less bearings and so on and so forth, um, than some of the other high price reels like the STX and the Rocket. But um, as a casting reel, and for that price, it's value for money. They are reliable as yep. all hell. That's what I use. So yeah, and look, the, the Abus and so forth, they've gone up a little bit in price, like everything. What hasn't? No, but they're a bloody good 
real. They are. They're tough. They're bulletproof. They're easy to maintain. That's yep. the biggest thing. And the bearings are solid, you know. So And they're trying to break away from shackles that people think Abu, they think 6500C ambassadors. Mm. There's but a whole lot On that more. note, they've actually got a limited edition model out now, which actually has the barra. Um, engraved into the side. Oh, I love that when they um, do that sort so of thing. Cool. So they're like a gold. Uh, what do they make these ones? And they make one in a five six. Um, it's called the Baitcast Barra Pro. Um, so a couple of the pro guys actually got their names engraved for yep. a twenty year um, uh, anniversary for being you know uh, in the sponsorship team for that long. And they've also got a uh, Six five, but it's got a power handle like a seven thousand in the side. What's their colours? They come in gold, did you say? Yeah, they're gold, and the uh, six five with the power handle is is has a gold spool, gold star drag, things like that. So they're tough and bulletproof, as everyone knows. Those reels last for years. Beautiful. Uh, Revo X has got a a combo as well. Um, it's more of the the budget friendly combo though, not so much the reel, but the rod is. More of a budget friendly. So if you're looking at, you know, father, uh, sorry, not Father's Day gift, but Christmas gifts and things like that. Yeah, you're weak like presents. that. <laughs> or you could get in super early, depending on how keen <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, what just... we might do is we might uh, go to a ad break because we've got to catch up with Gordo soon. When we come back, whatever time we've got left afterwards, we'll, we'll cover the gear. But I want to have a talk about um, Laverack yeah. um, once we finish with Gordo and uh, all the good things that you've done out there. Awesome. So we're going to throw to our next song and ad break. And uh, I actually love this song. It's, uh, it's really cool. Have a listen to the lyrics and um, it'll be a band from the 80s. A bit of OMD for you.
Ship Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging, and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State of the art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We are cruising along absolutely beautifully here, and I'm lucky enough that I've just got Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafoods on the line with me. Good morning, Gordo. How are you, mate? Mate, we are absolutely fantastic. How was that for time? And I'm like, we've got 0.5 of a second left for Gordo to pick up. <laughs> You've been busy, mate? Oh, I've got a little bit happening, that's for sure. Yeah, I bet you have. How's the uh, shop looking? Plenty of fresh fillets in the store? Mate, we've got beautiful fresh barras, Spanish mackerel, coral trout, stuff like that. Yeah, got a, got, a, got a good display. Oh, that is good. And the boys were able, obviously, they had supreme weather in the last week, so they would have got out well and truly. What's going on with the weather at the moment? Is it about to turn nasty for us? That's for sure. Yeah, yep, yep. So I'm glad they got that little bit of good weather last week to get out and put their nets out and lines and everything. Um, what, what specials do you have in, in the um, shop? <coughs> well, we've got, a, we've got a nice unload of beautiful local cooked tiger prawns. Yeah. So we, we've got them in the shop. Yep. So they're sitting there at 35.90 a kilo or two kilos for 70 bucks. Yes. Uh, we've got the cooked Endeavour prawns from around the back of the island which are uh, 25.90 a kilo or two kilos for 40. Gee, that's good pricing. It is a good price. <laughs> wow. So it... We're picking them up at good prices, so we share the loves. Oh, you most definitely do. How was the Spanish this week? Did, we, did the boys uh, able to get a few, mate? Yeah, yeah, they got, they got their um, quota allocations and all that. And yes. Most of these boys are just about ready to finish for the year because... Uh, they've caught their allowances that they're allowed to do. Okay. Yep. And so, that's um, which is which is probably 
uh, two months too early. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. Because there's still plenty of Spaniards out there, isn't there? Oh, mate, they're jumping in the boat. They are, aren't they? It's incredible. Yeah. So, any news on the political side of things, Gordo, that you want to share with us? Any anything um, interesting come up that you that you know about? Oh, well, you notice you're not allowed to have your cat out after six o'clock anymore. Yes, meow. <laughs> uh, now uh, she wants to restock the uh, fish farms in Tasmania now. Right. So, like our food, our food resources are all going to be. What amazes me, these guys can't stop a war in, in another side of the world, mm-hmm. but they want to stop people from having a livelihood in fishing and feeding our community. Yeah, that's a fair point. Very, very you know, fair point. Like, they're all worried about whatever, and more environmental damage gets done every day over there. Yeah. And that affects all of us. Fed. Yeah. Yup. You know? Yep. And pushing it in a way that we eat a farm barrer out of Taiwan that lives in God knows what filth. Well, what it's about is making multinationals richer. Yes. And the average person poorer. Yeah. So, yep. you know, the day of working hard, getting ahead and surviving is over. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yep. You yeah. Know? And is this just the uh, tip of the iceberg so far for for us, um, Gordon? Can you see this getting uh, worse and worse and quicker developing in a negative way in a short amount of time? Or do you think this is going to be a really slow burn over the next 30, 40 years? Well, what the people don't realise is they shut down fishing in Western Australia. Yeah, for nine months, demersal. Scary. Yeah, right. With, with corrupt data... And it's all about eco-votes. Yes. Right? So, and as I say, like, as I say to people, anyone that comes to the don't have a problem what you do, that's your business. Yes. But people are entitled to make a living any which way they can, as long as it's legal. Yeah. Uh, Gordon, do you know what, how it's affected tackle stores and fish and chip shops over in WA? Because it, it, it all seems to be pushed under a carpet and they, and they don't have a voice. Surely you must know people over there that have just almost gone bankrupt or have. Well, tackle shops have all halved and gone under. Yeah. Right? Yep. And a piece of coral trout in WA, in my shop, 7290. Yes. Over there is 120 $120. So there's $50 a kilo and extra. <sighs> and they don't have as near as um, the population or pressure on the fisheries as we do yeah. for it. Can I ask you, are we, in your honest opinion, are we in for such regulations like a nine-month demersal closure or, or is, is that unfathomable where it's just not going to happen or, or is there a very real risk of this? Oh, mate, I would say your bag limit for Nanagai will go to two. To two, yeah. Yeah. For both, both large and small. Mm-hmm. Mate, they, they are looking to throw whatever they can at you. Yes. Um, and when you say you they, are you... Home. When you say they, who are you saying they? The, the, the government, the Australian government, or do you think it's coming from a higher power, or is it from the fisheries, or or who who is making these final decisions? Is well, I just had a conversation with one of our our fishermen who's working on the group. Yeah, and as I say, for the last 
So I've been doing this since I've been... I've been doing this for over 25 years, right? We've right. always paid money to the fisheries department. Yes. And it's always under the pretense that they're managing our fishery. Yeah. Right? Right. So 15 years ago, we went to them and said, now, MSC want to be accredited, so that's the Marine Ship Steward Council. Yep. They want to come and run our fisheries. Can we pay them and then you guys drop your fees back? Yeah. Because it allows us to sell into the supermarkets. Fisheries have turned around and said no. Right? Right. So we so fisheries always want their money to run their, their operations. Mm-hmm. And they also, if we wanted to do MSC, we had to cover that cost ourselves. Yourselves, which was not right. part of the package. No. So to give you an idea, that cost is two hundred and eighty thousand a year, which is and it's owned by Greenpeace. That is not a good start. Okay. And yep. this is what people aren't understanding. These aren't so these people so when you have RSC accredited chicken is owned by Greenpeace. Yeah. The auditors are all owned by Greenpeace. Okay. Right. So what they are doing is they are taxing every food that goes through the supermarket. Wow. Gee, there's a lot of money involved in this. Yeah, yeah. And seafood is the only industry that is not taxed by AMSC accreditation. Okay. Right. So all the seafood I sell in my shop is not MSC accredited. Okay. Right. All the seafood in Coles is. Is. Okay. Under a right. Greenpeace and banner. Yep. And it's only three or four fisheries in Australia. Right. And they've done it so they could sell their, their product through the supermarkets and volumes. Yep. Uh, nowhere else in the world will take their accreditation. Like, you go to America, Walmart, they don't care. Um, you go to any of the big Japanese supermarkets... They don't care. Chinese laugh at you yeah. about it. So, and really, Coles and Woolworths and Kmart—they've got to put their hand up. Um, they're they're purchasing a lot of this fish, taking it straight out of Australian hands. You know, oh, so, and, 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 mate, as I said, <coughs> they gave themselves a standard. That's no worries. Yeah. Okay, that's their business. Yeah. There's a cost to it, which everyone is. But the problem is, is when they run that cost over everyone else that's not fair in business no it's not none of of this is a food safety problem so no one's getting food poison or anything like that like we all have food i've got like myself we i have a council ticket i've got a safe food ticket and i've got an export license okay okay so i've got three food licenses i've got to keep current to run my business yeah. For what we do. And every one of them has to be paid for, and we're not talking a few bucks every, from the ashtray. Yeah. 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 Correct. Well, I can only implore for my listeners, who are very loyal listeners, please support the likes of Cleveland Bay Seafood and uh, and the Australian seafood industry and, and boycott the, the, the giants who are... It's just um, taking money out of Australia and, and hurting us badly. Think, things aren't good. Well, so, as I said, if you want to fix an environmental problem, yeah. you've got a coal mine down. 
Yeah. Like the carbon usage, like you got to remember when 10 years ago we were talking about carbon credits and, and everything like this, net fishery was one of the actual most eco-friendly fisheries that was around at the time because it uses no fuel, it uses hard, it's, it's all regional so there's no freight costs to it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes. And everything like this. So what I don't understand is they've all come up with these ideas of different stuff, but it's always changing. So none of this is about an, a natural um, what's good for the environment. It's about what's good for the person that's going to get a, a, a golden handshake on the back of it. Yeah. You know, because one of the biggest problems is, is, and this is what people don't understand, we're not in Canberra lobbying for what you want changed every day. No, exactly. So you've got professional lobbyists that are there. So when you start, like like us, like we've been fighting with the government for different statutes for the last 15, 20 years and different working groups and whatever, you get asked to join, you, you sometimes you go, yes, sometimes you say no. But the actual, until you get into those meetings, you realise it is a joke. Our yeah. system of government, the way we run it and what we do and who we appoint is an absolute joke to society. I wholeheartedly agree. What, what happens is we're not cha- we change the bloke at the front of the desk. We actually never change the bloke at the back. Yeah. So the ideas never go away. Yeah. Right? So, like... When they talk about it, it's nothing's nothing's a new idea or a new restructure or anything like this. It's yeah. all stuff they've had in a drawer and just recycled it. Yeah. Yep. Right. Nothing innovative. You know, you know um, and that's the same old thing. We've got plenty of smart people. We've got universities for that. Yeah. But no one ever thinks of a new idea. No, it's all rehashed, recycled. It's all rehashed or... And stuff like that. Yeah, so, it is. It um, is. And, that, and that's one of the biggest problems. It's like they talk about it, like one of the ideas they're talking about us going fishing is electric fishing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Electric fishing started in the, in the 50s. Yeah. They wiped out rivers in Mexico. Right? They, they ban- like, we used to use them on prawn trawlers in the Gulf up here. Yeah. We rubbed it out because... It, because they were scared it was going to wipe out the fisheries. They kept using it in the Gulf of Mexico, and it actually they shut their fishery down for 10 years because it wiped it, it out. everything. Yeah. So, who? Right. Ridiculous. So they're talking about reinventing it again. What? To wipe it out and then start all over, or so that they've got an excuse yeah, yeah, and say, yeah. see, told you. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, electric fishing actually stuffs up the swim bladders and the sensors on the fish. Okay. You may pick out what you ever want to pick out. Yeah. But you, whatever you left behind is dead anyway. So that's uh, all bycatch is dead. Everything. Yeah. Let's 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 hope that that never goes back to that. No, we surely we yeah, can't revert to the 1950s. This is the idea of trying to rehash again for us. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe that that is um, on the table or even thought of. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. 
Perfect. All right. Hey, Gordon, thank you so much for your time this morning. We really, really appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you every Saturday and, and discuss some of these issues. We don't need to do it every Saturday morning, but I think it's important for us to talk about it and it's a great platform for, for you um, to be able to, um, uh, to talk about what your heart says. And um, and both Gaz and I, we are even though we're recreational fishermen, we're, we're, we're on your side because we see a way bigger picture. And I would hope that my listeners see a way bigger picture too. So, no problems. All right, mate. I'll leave you be. I'll talk to you later on. Good on you, Gordo. Thanks, mate. I'll see yeah, you mate, soon. Bye. bye. There we go. Gordon, Cleveland Bay Seafood. And some really, really important, poignant uh, points there, don't you think? There so, is, yeah. It is. Mate, I want to talk to you about Laverack. We, you, you went out to Laverack um, and um, and done some uh, pretty... Let me just get the, the message that you sent me um, so I can have a quick look. That way I'm going to make sure that we're both on the same page here. Now, you went to the 3rd Brigade Legacy Fishing Competition, which was held from the 1st to the 4th of September uh, this year. And it was open to all far, far North Queensland defence units, uh, North Queensland, and Supers Association, JCU Fire and Rescue and Family. Um, so it's a, a fantastic cause. You went along. Did you go along under the banner of Ryan Tully Fishing or did you go along under Pure Fishing? Uh, how did you get involved in this? And were the boys from uh, Reeling Veterans a part of this? Yeah, so we um, organised sponsorship through Pure with um, one of our local guys, uh, Brandon Gray, yes. who um, works at the barracks as well and is under the same... Um, so, uh, yeah, so we did um, a casting competition uh, a week ago. Yeah. And we did the um, fishing. So they actually gave the um, serving members some time to fish as well in their working uh, time, which was really, really good. Yeah. Um, anything to promote fishing in anywhere is, is a good thing. Uh, and all the proceeds went to Legacy. So uh, some people know who know me personally that um, Legacy supported me uh, growing up through uh, my schooling uh, after my father um, passed away. So yes, um, it is it is really helpful f- for um, and it's close to your heart. Yeah, it is. Um, so just in that one comp, we raised over twenty thousand dollars for Legacy. So that, that is fantastic, awesome. Ryan. Congratulations. Um, so yeah, there was some um, pretty cool people there and just keen fishermen that just wanted to learn more. So our casting comp. Uh, really ended up in a casting teaching. <laughs> <laughs> that so, bad, yeah. And it well, no, it just it usually does. Like we, of course, for, for the Barristock, and we did a lot of um, casting competitions for our expos to raise money. Uh, and it does. It just starts off, you know. Oh, people see people casting and they go, "How do I do that? What do I do?" And then having someone that knows what they're doing um, sets the lines up properly, sets the targets up properly, and it it helps anyone out. And just shows people how to even use the bait cast. People yeah. go, oh, I've never used one before. How do I cast? And then within a couple of minutes, they're casting. You know, And that helps people. And it doesn't matter what it is. Anything that helps people go fishing and, and get away from some of the stresses in their life and the stresses in the army and, and, and so forth and service and overseas service and things like that just helps them yeah um yeah just have a different um outlook on life yeah um the turnout was incredible too yeah so there was uh probably over 100 people there and and it just and that's it really was, good numbers it was mate. over 300 and i think it was 360 something entrants so yeah. they're teams 
So there can be like two people in a team. So, um, yeah, there was, you know, bigger sparrow, um, second largest sparrow. Um, then they might have a little bit of a... Any barrows caught? Yeah, the biggest caught was... Sorry, I just might quote this one. I think it was 102, 103 centimetres. Ooh, a freshie. So, yeah, that one was a freshie, but they're yeah. all... Like we said before, they're all wild fish. You might annoy some people, but yeah, they're no, no. starting fresh. So then there was a reef category. There was, um, you know, your brim uh, and flooded and things like that. Um, jacks as well. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty cool event. We even had um, the three RAR. Um, three RAR? Yeah, three RAR um, band there as well. So they played some. No, that would have been the one oh, sorry, RAR. One RAR, yep. yep. Uh, band as well. So yes. they um, played some. Pretty awesome um, music for us. They're, a, uh, they're an AMEB5 level band now. Okay. When I was in the band back in the day um, through uh, 11 Brigade, um, you had a whole mixture of musicians. Because one RER is still classed as infantry, yep. which means that back then uh, um, you would have uh, infantry soldiers who were part-time musicians. Okay. And uh, to make the band half decent, because it was public, they put level five musicians in which were very good musicians or good musicians mm. to to balance it out whereas now like townsville's population is, is way bigger and the army band needs to be seen to be good mm. um so now it's the the band is just there's no infantry side of it no more they're just straight musicians and mm. it's they're a bloody good band mm. so when you listen to a army band from circa uh, early 2000s to a current one now they're chalk and cheese because uh, mm. they, they just sound so much better mm. they're Unreal. a really really good musician so yeah everyone uh, got involved um, everyone supported it it was just amazing and it hopefully we can make it bigger next year yeah and um, yeah if you're serving or or um, family of someone who is serving or, or, or um, post serving then yeah it's, um, it's something you can get into Um Standard sort of rules apply, getting entry from the gate with security at Laverack Definitely. and so on and, and so is forth. It, and is it strongly um, associated around mental health, Ryan? Yeah, there's a lot of um, guys like reeling veterans. Um, and remembering, here in did, yeah, you, you, your mind can be clear, and this is still, if mm. you're a past or present military, this is still for you, isn't it? Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a lot of lot of things associated with that, you know, PTSD, anxiety, and things like that that come yeah. from service that people don't sort of work on. They just go, oh, you're out of the army, it's okay. But there's a lot of things that you're no. dealing with outside of that, um, in in the places and the environment that you are and the mental state with what's happening and obviously the time away from your family and things like that as well when you're away and there's a lot of relationships that can that can um, split from that and, and, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot in it and um, these guys like Reeling Veterans are there to support that and try and give you a positive outlook on life and, and, uh, and you know, give you something different to think about that's positive and not something that you're, you're dealing with every day and it just yeah. it gets your mind. And, and for us even as fishermen, we know that. Yes. You know, we don't get addicted to to drugs and painkillers and all that sort of stuff, you know. We mm. we have this and, and, you know, anyone that tries to take my fishing away from me, whether it be fisheries, whether it be government, whether it be the UN, whether it be whoever, is going to have some serious crap to deal with from I think so. Know, um, the rest of Australia and everyone loves it and I can't even believe that Western Australia has had, no, this, had this issue. I'm know? not sure what boat you're mm. in, but mm. for me, like if someone took, barramundi off me for nine months or demersal species because barramundi is a demersal mm. as is trout as is nanagai as there's a whole mm. i just i know gaz and i know you 
and me and Reese Bullimore and Ash Godwin and mm. nearly every single one of our listeners, we're not accepting that. No. We are rallying. We will actually we, we will lose our minds. If and someone, at the end if of the someone day, someone said I can't fish for barrel. If they can go and eat a fat pieces, one, they can go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah same, yeah. same, same. Yeah. But why haven't I seen this in WA? Why hasn't there been rallies? Why there hasn't has there been, been? But but why media, so well, media doesn't want to support it because media is supported by government. And if but media to make is supported your own by media. government. Yeah, How can but, it not be like well, if you make enough noise? Th- there is, but we don't see it because they block it. They own everything. Like government own or, or have you know regulations for everything. Like our mate was saying before about the seafood industry. They they just they have the power in their hands. Okay, yes, we can do something about it. We can create our own media company, but everyone's only got so much money, and we're getting cut from every every way you can. You know, you get these little independent guys that do YouTube, but then YouTube's blocked by by our government you know yeah um and then how do you how do you promote it yeah you can promote it like locally like you can walk out and do a rally but then the cops are going to stop it and then and then they're going to say you're doing something with violence you know and then they bring in these new laws that stops anyone from. and that's why rallies turn violent Mm. because when it's not violent when it's Mm. peaceful no one knows about it that's right when something goes to shit yeah all of a sudden, the media want to have a piece of it. Or oh, a fisherman mm. just beat a fisheries. Uh, oh, sorry, not a fi- whoever. Yeah, fisherman just uh, and, and attacked someone who has made a, a decision that mm. affects their livelihood. It doesn't even have to yeah. affect their and, livelihood. And but people, it is my livelihood. It's my mental some, health. Some people can't see the the connection between, you know, um, uh, a jab and and a restriction somewhere, and you, and you can see what what. Um, what's going on overseas and you know stopping power consumption and stopping this and that that's just all to you know for control and and manipulation of of whatever they want you to put money into for sure you know so for sure no i, I agree i agree uh yeah. ryan we've got to um go to a song and an ad break and uh when we come back we're going to give some really cool prizes away i commend you on on the work you've done because you did that off your own back yep. you you weren't paid you weren't uh there was no benefit for you whatsoever except for the fact that you were going to help some lads past and present yeah. um in the military and uh and a kudos to the reeling veterans who are doing an incredible job well done dave and and the powers that be who are a part of that now while we're having this discussion guys and girls if you are feeling a little bit down and this is something very close to our hearts and so forth i lost my father-in-law to suicide uh that's lifelines number give these people a call have a chat with them and make the world of difference to you hopefully that number again is 131144 let's play a little bit of music and we'll be back to give away some prizes after this song and our break enjoy it was only a smile but my heart it went wild I wasn't expecting that just a delicate kiss anyone could have missed I wasn't expecting that Did I misread the sign? Your hand slipped into mine I wasn't expecting that You spent the night in my bed You woke up and you said Well I wasn't expecting that I thought love wasn't meant to last 
Gospel boys, praise in song. Tune in every Sunday from 6 a.m. and you will be blessed. Only on your deadly station, 4K1G. Too deadly. Holy Ministries with the Hallelujah Brothers. and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. 
Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four-star and above washing machines from $544. Four-star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four-star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Gaz, myself and young Ryan are going to give away some awesome prizes very, very shortly. But before then, I can hear you in the background, Gazza. Um, Ryan, yeah, you're, talk- you're talking about something just before the ad break about legacy? Wait, wait up, mate. I don't think your microphone is up for some reason, and it should be. All right, give me a call. Go. Yeah, so if anyone wants to um, support Legacy, uh, they can just contact the uh, Legacy Townsville office and um, support that how they can and donate. And obviously, uh, when that's coming up, there's usually... um, uh, In Bunnings and some of the biggest stores around town, they do a... um, a raffle as well and and they and they gain money through that and like i say it supports um all uh people who have passed and and so on and so forth so it it just it it really helps um as it helped my life growing up um so yeah support that and if you want to go into the uh fishing competition uh next year um just have a look at the dates and uh yeah and check with legacy and, and see when that's available and yeah jump in on it and the more money we can raise for legacy the better brilliant and i know we've got a lot of military-minded people on board um who are who who listen to our show so very very poignant and and we brought up some really important good points today so are you right there in the background can you stop sniffing no i forgot to turn my microphone off do you think it sounds like there's someone dying in the background there is me right you're going downhill okay you might yeah oh my lord yeah, okay, well, after the show, you just go. I'm going to drop all the prizes off. Well, about time you did something. Well, wouldn't it be nice? I am the major part of the show. You're in the other second hand. So uh, might as well step up. Yeah, you know about second hand. <laughs> Gary is quite short, but he does sound like a leprechaun at the moment. <laughs> I do, Ryan. All right, now let me see what the <laughs> idea potential. Now, are, we, are, you going, are you going to give some prizes away? Or are you going to pick on the sick kid? <laughs> no, no, we're going to give some prizes away. Hey, Gaz, today I am giving away, or we are giving away, uh, two spools separately of Pen Slammer braids, the 20 pound and the 30 pound, both in 400 metre spools. Then I'm looking at it, we have that fantastic Mercury Marine bag, which is absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. One of these uh, prawn prizes, we're going to give a one away this week. I am going to actually throw that in to the 4x4, Ironman 4x4 bag. Have a listen to that. That is the brand new ProTech. And this thing is an absolute killer. Next week, we're going to give a couple away too. But that's going to come with a question. A little bit of a question about whiting or beach bar and so forth. Also in the bag... We've got the Gulp Slime, which is a really cool thing. And we have a packet, oh, very nice, of the new Perkley Powerbait Hollowbelly designs. So that's a really good thing. Um, what else are we giving away, Gaz? Have, have we got any... Um, we've got our $50 um, Go- Cleveland Bay Seafood, thanks to Gordon, and that's about it, isn't it? Yes, that's about it. Well, you... 
I'm just looking at a photo. Johnny Munro just sent some. Um, I saw a photo I, of some crabs. Oh, really? Awesome. Let me have yeah, a look. In a crab. Beautiful. Heap of crabs in a nice stainless hell. steel crab boiler. Do you yeah, there's think? There's a couple there, isn't there? There's a couple there. <laughs> but the big fella, the big fella will eat all them by himself. So that is amazing. Well done, Munro. Mate, we oh, we have. We they're all have cooked up in the second picture, mate. Oh, I haven't got that far yet. Right, oh, shoot. So you want to get? What are we giving away first, mate? Let's give away. Let's start off with the spool of braid. Uh, let's give away the twenty-pound one first. All and right. this is four hundred meter uh, multicolored, and it'd be worth a pretty penny. Right, eh? I've dragged in the spinning wheel. Yeah, try not to talk it, too much. It's irritable. Oh, you're right now. Thanks. <laughs> Hang on. Well, I am struggling big time now. I've yes. gone downhill. Yeah, I can tell, mate. I'm spinning the wheel. There we go. And I'm trying to wait for me audience that's out here with me. There they are. 45. 45. 45 is Doug. Jump on the phones, Doug. You've won yourself some awesome braid. Coming on through, Doug. Courtesy. Yeah, cur courtesy of Pure Fishing and our good mate here, Ryan Tully. All right, let me go. Go for it. Good morning, fishing show. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, good, Doug. How are you this morning? Uh, not too bad. Excellent. Hey, you've won one of these really cool spools of uh, braid, mate. So you'll be able to pick yeah. that up from our show sponsor, Tackle World, anytime after 11 o'clock this morning and go spool your lines up. Okay, thanks very much for that, Marty. Hey, my pleasure. Hey, thanks for listening, Doug. You have a wonderful weekend. Okay, thank you. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. There we Good go. Good stuff. Jeff, Jeffrey will be a bit annoyed because Pop, Granddad, Doug just Oh, Doug and braid, Jeffrey. So. Oh, I've, I've put yep. the connection together. All right. Next yeah, it took one, you a while. Next one. I beg your pardon? Took you a while. Very nasty. You've only been person. doing the show for... You've only been doing the show for 20 years and you don't even know who rings in the joint. All right, make sure you write the prices down. <laughs> um, the 30-pound braid, multicoloured. Pen Slammer, this is the eight carrier. So it's a uh, tournament braid. Oh, that's me being sick, sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 22. 22 is Nate. Jump on the phones, Nate. Shocking you yourself some up. awesome braid. I know. It's a, yeah, yeah. I'm, I can still got a have a bit of a you, laugh. You've got a tummy ache now, you poor bugger. All right, oh, I know. That, call on that through, was the wrong end. I, I, yes, and I think you've made the right decision about can and tomorrow. I think Nate's coming through. Good morning, fishing show. Hello. Oh, hello. Do I have young Nate here? You do. Ooh, congratulations, Nate. Now, this is yours, not Dad's. This is to spool up all of your gear. I don't like your chances of it happening, but congratulations on winning the prize. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good on you, guys. Cheers. All right. Have a great weekend. Bye. There we go. That was Young a good night. Yes, definitely. What are you giving away now, Marty? Mate, we are going to give away, oh, I reckon we give away uh, the Iron Man bag. Not that, not that I'm feeling like one today. No, you Iron are not. Man. And remember, 
from Berkeley Pure Fishing. We've just thrown the new little clone prawn in there, which is absolutely incredible. So, and I'm getting the photo at the moment with some lures. To so what? That you're laying in? Yes, most definitely. And I'm hiding wow. behind my microphone. <laughs> right, righto, you ready? Go. You're going to spin. <laughs> I'm thinking about nut. It's not good for my mind. <laughs> there you go. Number three. Early one. Oh, it's Wally. Windscreen oh. Wally. Good on you, Wally. to ring... He forgot to ring in last week, but he's got it this week. So well done, Walt. Wally's won the Iron Man bag. Got yes, not that he's an that. Iron Man, but he's going all right. Oh, he is when he's putting them windscreens in, bro. Yeah, he goes all right. Yeah, definitely. Throws him in. And lucky for him, I just threw that little uh, Berkeley lure in as, a, as an extra incentive. But he's not ringing through no. yet. And I said clone, and it's not the clone. I said the wrong the, one. Yeah, there, there you is. go. Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Here we go. Morning, Wally. Hey, boys, there you go. Hey, good, mate. How are you going this morning? Yeah, 100% now. I remember to put my numbers in early. Ah, uh, good lad. Hey, you've won a great little prize here. You've got this new um, gulp slime, which everyone's um, been raving on about. It's a brilliant fish attractant. There's some great hollow belly lures in there. You've got this brand new Berkeley um, prawn lure, which is the see-through translucence. You've got a set of eagle claws. So a great little prize for yourself there, Wally. Great. Good one. Beautiful. Good on you, mate. Anytime after 11 o'clock from show sponsors, Tackle World on Ingham Road, right beside a Cleveland Blaze Seafoods with Gordo. Go and say good day and buy a fill of the fish. Well, you won't need to. You're pretty handy with the rod and reel. <laughs> yeah, it's stocked up for freezing. Gary's pretty handy with the rod. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, and you're pretty good with your, you're pretty good with your slime, too. Leave it. <laughs> Wally, congratulations, buddy. Thanks for listening. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Enjoy Marty Slime, mate. All right. Well, we've got a peanut gallery in with us today in the background. Good Here on I you. Am. All right. What are you giving away now, mate? Mate, let's give away Gordo since we just talked about uh, Cleveland Bay Seafoods. And you can buy, go and buy um, two kilos of the Endeavours for $40. They, I love Endeavours. I think they're a bloody great prawn. Spinning the wheel. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. See, I've still got a bit of strength left in me right arm to give it a good rip. <laughs> Sixty-four is Pat. <laughs> I give that give that wheel a good rip. Sixty. <laughs> Sixty-four is Pat. You're an idiot. <laughs> Help us out, Pat. Oh, save me, Patrick. <laughs> yes, that unreal. Is that the first time calling in? Oh, is it really? Yeah, this is the first time I called up, and um, that was me uh, year of birth, two sixty four, telling Gary. So how bloody lucky is that? Yeah. Oh, that is brilliant, mate! And you've won the fifty dollar Cleveland Bay seafood vouchers. Now, don't pick that up from Tackle World. Pick that up from Gordon himself, right next door, buddy. What a great way to end a Saturday. Oh, mate, that's awesome. We're, gonna, we're at Caramine Beach. Yeah, we're going to head down to Rolling Stones next weekend for the kiddies. Oh, so good on you. What are you doing at Rolling Stone? Are you just going camping or...? Yeah, at that Rolling Stone caravan park and then I'm 
Oh. You're going to love it. It is It is so good there. Also, when I was there, and I don't know, I don't want to say it's every Saturday, but when I was um, with, launching the boat at um, Rolling Stone last Saturday, they had the markets on. There was so many people there. It looked like a really good, fun thing to attend. So I'm going to take the family there and go and have a look at the, uh, the Balgarde Beach markets and see what it's all about. No, we took them there a little while back, and I reckon it's a fantastic place, but I'm really trying to get my tinny up on top of my roof. I'm trying to work that out, but uh, I'll work that out another day. But, yeah, yeah. No, it looks like a great spot. Love yeah. your show, eh? I've been listening to it all the time on the podcast and catching up with you. Oh, brilliant, man. We really, really appreciate it. And let us know how you go about with the tinny, getting it on the roof. Are you looking at putting, a, a, a like, a, one of them uh, help frames up that slides, slides it on and so forth, or do you actually have to do it manually? Oh, I'm thinking of that one, or I've got one of those Jayco Pop Top campers, and I'm actually trying to think about putting a, a flip-on one on there. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. How big's the tinny? Uh, at the moment, I've just got that little three-metre. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd like to move up later to a bit. Yeah, probably three, five, three, seven or something. Yeah, that would be the way to go, especially if you've got a couple in board. And these days with our gators getting bigger and bigger, it's not a bad option either. That's it. Keep my hands inside the boat. <laughs> Good man. Hey, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And you have a wonderful weekend with the family. Thank you. Thanks very much. Good on you, mate. Bye. Ah, awesome, Gaza. There we go. Good old Pat. What are we giving away now, mate? Mate, is this the last? We've given away everything. Yeah, and the last just... one is this incredible uh, Mercury Marine bag. So uh, Awesome. And let me go through what's in here. Um, we have... Uh, the the tournament hat, the Mercury tournament. This is their latest one. It's a really really flash baseball cap. We've got, and this is the brand new uh, Mercury tournament shirt. It's the camo one in blue. So it's got the dark blue and the blue sort of camo bits all over it. And uh, it's a real snazzy looking thing. Uh, we've got a key ring. We've got uh, Mercury Marine pen. So uh, Mercury Marine uh, stubby cooler. What a fantastic prize, mate. Yeah, heaps of good stuff in there, thanks to the gang at Motor Marine. Yes. So uh, if you want your thanks, Tony, Mercury, Fred, Andrea, the whole crew, he head over and see the gang there. If you want your Yamaha, head over to Rising Sun Marine or Townsville Marine. We're very lucky to be looked after by uh, three great companies. So yep. jump in there. In the world of Spinning boating. Marty. All right, buddy. That's me again. Sorry, I'll spin the wheel now. Right over. No, bud. it's not. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that one. Oh, what, not a good end? No, it wasn't. 47. 47, <laughs> 47 is Muddy. Jump on the phone, Muddy. You've won yourself an awesome bag to pick up from Motor Marine. Yeah, mate, I've gone down a little rapid Raider Knots here. There's only a certain amount of hours that drugs help you. All right, I can see Muddy's lit up. Speaking of... Oh, oh what's happened there? Good morning, fishing show. How you going, Marty? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you this morning? Good, mate, yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. You've won this great Mercury tournament bag. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Now, uh, don't pick this one up from um, from Tackle World. This one, go over the Motor Marine on uh, Bayswater Road and pick it up from Fran there. I'm right there now. Oh, are you now? But I'm not there. Oh, what are you... <laughs> Waiting. Trying to buy an anchor. Oh, good job. Well done. Well, I'll be there on Monday. Right on, mate. All right, good on you, man. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Good Say hello to Fran for us, eh? See ya. See ya. Ah, See ya, there mate. we go. All right. Excellent. Hey, just a quick one. Quick one. Um, 
we've got a birthday shout out to Haley. Right. So happy birthday, Haley. Courtney and the gang has said that say happy birthday. So oh, beautiful. Uh, Haley's birthday today. And it had to be at the end of the show, I was told. Had to be at the end of the show, so it's all done. Yeah. I'm just checking the show all done, to make Hayley. sure we haven't got any other uh, anything else has come through? No, I think we're all up to date, Gaz. Mate, I truly hope that you get better. You sound horrible. I'm not used to you yeah, being I like am. that. So go home and get some rest. Yeah, I will, mate. I'll chill out, put the feet up. I, was, I can the fishing trip for tomorrow. Uh, I think that's um, a very so. good idea. No point getting sicker. No, so I'll just chill out. I'll just spread my germs around the studio and be out of here. Yeah, silly boy. Silly boy, if you get, <laughs> if you get crook, Ryan's coming after you. And speaking of Ryan, Mr. Uh, Tully. Mate, he's... He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got a couple of neck of tattoos a... and he thinks he's hitting the bit. You're nothing, right? Oh, mate. I... <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Hey, mate, thanks so much for coming in. We thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, it's always a good show when you come in. We, we talk about some important stuff. Uh, I think uh, Berkeley uh, has a uh, wonderful ambassador in you. They've chosen someone well, and uh, we appreciate your time. Good on you. Thanks very much, mate. Yeah, my Good pleasure. on you, Ryan. Hey, Gaz, you're awesome. Uh, thanks for coming in. What an effort that you put in today. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for being part of the show. Gary and I truly love bringing it to you. It's a highlight of our weeks, most weeks. We're certainly not killing our weekend by coming in here because we get the best enjoyment out of it. Not every show is a diamond. Some are rocks, but Gaz and I endeavour to do everything we can. We cover some really important issues. And always remember, we want your opinion. If you disagree with me, if you disagree with Gaz, we don't mind you calling in. That's what this show's about. You're allowed to disagree with us. You're allowed to call us idiots. We call each other idiots <laughs> enough. Yeah, so, you'll only call in once. Yep. Please look after yourself. Look after everyone else. Don't forget that number for Lifeline if a few things are going wrong in your life, guys, and girls. one three double one one four. as we always say. Look after yourself on the highway because we all need you here next week. Have a wonderful Saturday. Thanks for joining in, crew. Bye for now.